0: Everybody, and welcome to episode 48 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Everton, who are the Rebel Scum with me tonight.
1: Pew 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 Stefan JD. Uh vroom, vroom. Stuart Hughes.
2: that's sorry, <laughs> that's <true>. lightsaber. That's stupid. Uh,
3: that's this is Peter Bingham Pancratz. <laughs> People just heard a couple
0: days ago, or depending on the other episode, because he was on the holiday special.
2: Oh god. <laughs> i'm trying to remember in my head what a speeder bike sounds like and now i can't do it for some reason (laughs) only we had the internet at our fingertips (laughs)
0: oh peter if you want to where people might know you from
3: Uh, if you have been reading sci-fi you might have read my book the fifth civilization which is available now on amazon for kindle and a physical form and if you haven't read it yet go check it out
0: it's good and there will be, as always, there will be a link in the show notes for his book. And also, this week, which I haven't done lately, I want to give a shout out to another podcast. Stefan, you'll like this one. It's called X-Mex. It's uh, it's Mexican guys talking about X-Men. comics. <laughs> I thought it was like
1: Mexicans, like cereal? Like no, it's, Mexican it's, cereal? it's X-Mex. Nope. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Their uh, logo is uh, Wolverine Claw with maracas
1: uh represent okay. <laughs> uh
0: i so there i listened to a little bit of it before i before we were working with them it's not bad it's funny it just started off kind of like a bunch of sex jokes in the beginning that i didn't get very far in that in that episode but <laughs> hey if you're looking for another podcast your rotation definitely give them a listen and there will be well probably not any sex jokes in this podcast too often but <laughs> we would never make any <laughs> we don't make many jokes. we don't make many we make a we, few. Make, a we few. Few. make a lot oh. of dumb jokes make a lot of dumb jokes though but that's part of their, our charm you know Yep. It's all on the
2: spot. <laughs> Something about I lightsabers think... being phallic of so then... Well, I have a picture of Baby
0: Yoda holding things if you want to if you want to What the to fuck? It. Whoa. <laughs> okay. It's on, <laughs> it's on my the phone. On here. That is the oh, worst it is. <laughs>
3: is that is that supposed to be better?
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm part of a I'm part of a Mandalorian Facebook group oh, called okay. This Is the Way, and it's just tons of memes about the Mandalorian show. And one of them is a baby Yoda holding a, a dildo instead of a lightsaber
1: wow that. okay
0: well is maybe yoda hold a lightsaber no but someone just put <laughs> oh, okay. it in his hand and just makes a joke
2: when I you found your mother's spoilers. lightsaber I, come out. Like, I don't care about spoilers though so <laughs> that's
0: not a spoiler because it's not in it it's just a joke so, <laughs> i always
2: have to, <laughs> have to follow that up when i do are like have you watched the mandalorian I'm like now i'm waiting for it to all be out and they're like oh i don't want to talk about it there. i'm like no tell me about the show like, feel free to spoil it so that I know if I'm like if Disney Plus is worth the money to
0: even pay. Just well, plus see. at times feels like I'm watching from a pirated station, which I never would have done that before, never. So yeah. that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm watching on a pirated site because every so often I gotta back out, reload it. And I'm just like uh, this is not well, uh,
1: my... spoilers, I... Mandalorian is really good, by the way. <laughs> I keep hearing I've heard nothing but well, I wanna say
2: I've heard nothing but good things. I've heard a couple people that are like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, episode five is a little iffy. But other than that. I was going to say
3: episode
2: 4 was it. Yeah. I'm sure I'll watch it and love it because Star Wars. It's not it's and good.
0: <laughs> Disney Plus I mean and only my only bad thing about Disney Plus is when I was on the PlayStation 4 using it when I streamed it on my phone or a tablet or other device I had no problem. just the PS4 app is uh, not up to standard yet.
2: See that's the exact opposite problem I have with like Crunchyroll and Hulu. Like whenever I try to watch Hulu on my iPad it just Every now, and then, like it'll just constantly freeze and be like, "Oh, sorry, lost connection. Can't, can't keep doing this. You got to restart Hulu entirely." And Roll was like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna play five minutes of the episode and then take 30 minutes to load, and then maybe you'll get to watch the rest of it. Who knows? Fuck you. You don't need to watch Baro, so. It's Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, and I think I should introduce what lovely game I picked for us this week. <laughs> I think it's been long enough. <laughs> well, hey, this game does have some ties to Mandalorian, sort of. I mean, not really, but. Just has a, bounty hunter.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would say it has a Mandalorian in it.
2: With, it's well, not a bounty Mandalorian he's armor. he's a mercenary.
0: Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian, I guess, in the canon. Mandalorian so, armor.
2: No, apparently he's not. I always thought Boba Fett was a fucking Mandalorian, but I guess he's I not, and yeah, Jacob you know. Fett was never a Mandalorian, he just wore the Mandalorian armor. Yep, right. killed somebody and took it. Even though they, you know, have New Zealand accents, and ever since then, every <laughs> single Mandalorian has had a New Zealand accent, and literally the entire idea of a Mandalorian is based off of Boba Fett, but whatever, it's... <laughs> He's not real anymore. We are talking about
0: Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire for N64 and PC.
1: Yay! It yeah. came out in 1996, 90,
0: 96, 97 respectively for 64 mm. and PC, made by Lucas No longer okay.
2: exists.
1: No. Nope. When it
2: came out, it was the top-selling N64 game, and I think even now it's the third top-selling N64 game of all time. It sold like yeah. over a million copies. Wow!
0: Oh, and there will be spoilers for this game, which doesn't matter because none of it's canon. Spoiler for the book? Doesn't matter. Spoilers for the comic, I'm sure. Doesn't matter.
2: Well, mm-hmm. technically, because uh, I had to look this up to be sure, Dash Rendar, the character, at least the name, is canon.
0: And the ship is canon. It's in right. special edition,
2: one of the special edition movies, I think the first yeah. one. I don't so, know if it's the Outrider, but the shit that so, it's based off of this game. Yeah,
1: the Outlander appears in special edition New Hope, Rebels, and Dash is a rival to Han Solo in a new book. Yeah. It's not even like a new book. It's like
2: <laughs> I looked up, it's Solo a Star Wars Solo Colon, a Star Wars story, colon, Tales from Vandor. <laughs> it's like a journal. It's like a, a replica of a journal that's that Han Solo would have. That's terrible. Yeah, and that's like he mentions the name Dash Rendar, and that's why Dash Rendar, the name at least,
1: is canon. But everything he did in the games and any books and anything is all legends now. Even though Dash Rendar is basically a clone of Han Solo to begin with. Oh god. Let
2: me (laughs) start off by saying, I like this game. A lot of people like this game, but like a lot of people, I also agree that Dash Rendar is. The worst Star Wars character of all time. He's one of the most annoying, shitty characters. Here, I hear. I have
0: some, I have one thing to say to you. Sand. Sand is rough. I don't like sand. Sand, of course. But <laughs> okay. you're
4: soft.
2: To, he, so I to that, I'll say, Mike, the entirety of Star Wars Clone Wars, the TV show, minus maybe the first season, where Anakin is actually a great character, and like you get to see his fall into the dark side, and it's great, and he's like an actual character with goals like, and motivations. That's and he's why not just I didn't... An <laughs>
0: That's why I didn't hate Revenge of the Sith when I rewatched it because I've seen all of that, all of the Clone Wars. And I'm like, okay, now I understand. It's not that you can save my wife that hasn't even died yet. I'll kill everyone for you. Like it actually makes sense to why he changes. Not you can save her. I had a bad dream. I'm scared, Mama. Like you just, none of that.
2: Let's just talk Mom. about the Clone Wars. <laughs> I know. let talk about the Clone Wars instead.
0: Not now, but I've someday. been
2: rewatching all of the Clone because I'm because we we're playing a Star Wars game. And because like Jedi Fallen Order had also come out recently, I've just everything has been Star Wars around me lately. So I've had Fallen Order, and then this game, and then in the meantime, I was like, I should watch some Clone Wars when I'm not playing this game. So my entire week has been nothing but Star Wars.
0: Hey, don't forget that holiday special you watched a few weeks ago. <laughs>
2: the holiday special, yeah. Actually, the holiday special is what started it. To be
0: honest, <laughs> it's all my fault. Everything's my fault.
2: <laughs> but I hung out with a friend, and we were talking about Star Wars, and then. Uh, and so this. So this game takes place uh, at My usual thing of going on a Force FX lightsaber (laughs) and building a $700 lightsaber that I'll never buy. (laughs) Uh,
0: So the first part of this game takes place during the Empire Strikes Back, during the Hoth scene, which is what I know a lot of people probably remember this game for, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is when you go to Hoth.
1: Um, Did anyone else notice that the um, shield generator looks like a bike rack? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't notice that. I mean, it's just N64 graphics. It just looks bad. (laughs) <laughs> i'm i didn't realize yeah, this till the generator afterwards. part is missing from the shield generator <laughs> yeah my copy,
0: my copy looked really nice it was actually upscaled and but yeah
1: well i played mine on pc uh, on well actually we should 64. all say what we played this on i think it was
3: probably this was i played an n64 was that the only one i played a n64 version of it does that count
2: i've played the n64 version of this game but for this i played the windows version because i think i got I have like all the Star Wars games. I got like a humble bundle a long ass time ago.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. So the difference, uh, obvious difference, we should say, is that the PC version has cutscenes, and the N64 yes. version is like motion comics, motion. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. And and it certainly was a mistake to do cutscenes. <laughs> <Instead
3: of them. laughs> yeah, I, lo- I like the pseudo comic book, you know, yeah. format of the N64. Yeah. Because they nobody moves their lips or anything. So no, the N64
2: mm-hmm. version, like it's. It's like they were just doing what they could with what they had. Right. But it ends up being stylized and interesting. Whereas the PC version is like, hey, we can do cutscenes. Oh, they look like Fallout 1 cutscenes. This isn't good. Everyone has like rubber face.
0: <laughs> I, I, I forgot to look them up for this game. I did see one quick scene before we, we did this episode. started recording and I see what you mean, though. They do look kind of weird.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's like Siberia level bad. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We'll the voice acting, I'd say, is on par with Siberia. <laughs> oh. They, oh God! They have like, like, okay, so Luke and Leia and and everybody—they're all your favorite characters—are all in this game, and they bring them into this wonderful <laughs> yeah. 32-bit graphic Windows 95 edition. <laughs> and Luke's mouth is like wider than his face is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but he don't... looks
0: more normal than he did
2: in the holiday special. Okay, that's true. And oh I don't God. know
1: who they got Some voice act, Luke.
2: But oh, I,
1: I wrote a little note here that said uh, I was either drunk or tired or something, but I wrote like, Luke sounds like Code Erotica, dude. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Steve Burnside, Code Veronica. I was tired.
2: Okay. <laughs> I was hey, like, what are we like talking about? A lot. It's really <laughs> weird because, you know, I guess like they couldn't get Mark Hamill, but it's like, oh, we need someone to play Luke in this. Video game. If only we knew a talented voice actor who sounded just like Luke Skywalker. So yeah. wait, we could find I got a somebody. question.
0: Well, Stefan, you're telling me that Luke sounded like
1: Dash, what are you
0: doing over here, Dash? Come on, let's go, save him. Something Basically. like that, what are trying to tell me? Basically. Okay. I didn't hear that. Oh, boy, <laughs> Dash, let one, <laughs> one fun thing I want to say is I actually read this book, like, five years ago, thanks to Peter, who had gifted me a copy of this book.
4: Oh, that's right, I did, yeah. Which
0: I don't have anymore, but I really, I I borrowed it to someone I used to work with at Sam's Club, and then I never, then I quit Sam's Club, and he was going to send me the book back, and
3: yeah.
2: We all know how (laughs) that goes. That's something worth pointing out about this game, is that, like, this wasn't just a standalone story within, like, the Star Wars mythos. They actually, there was a ton of, like, Novels and comics around Dash Rendar, like he's kind of he, he he is a developed character within the series.
3: Yeah, well, it was,
2: if, yeah.
3: If I if I remember, this whole project was, uh, or from what I read, it was designed to you know kind of see what they could do with releasing a feature film. So they they did all sorts of tie-in stuff. Yeah, with uh, mm-hmm. the comics and the novel and soundtrack and even like toys by Kenner things like that.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, there were a bunch of toys for this.
3: Yeah, I, I believe I still have uh Fritz Shizor's little
2: ship, uh the Virago, I think it was called. Yeah, wow, that's correct. And yet they still haven't made a fucking AEG-77. <laughs> I just won my AEG-77. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look at it. While, while we're talking about this, I'm just going to look at pictures of the AEG-77.
1: So, uh, <laughs> okay. back in the day... Um, most people don't realize that while nintendo did like put a lot of licensed games and just games in general on the nintendo 64 shigeru miyamoto would actually go to the studios and visit to see if some of the games were good enough to go on the 64 sometimes he wouldn't okay them <laughs> and when he went to go visit the studio that made this game he literally asked the team in front of him he said Do you guys not take pride in your animation <laughs> and literally like the, like, half the team wanted to quit. <laughs> That's oh. pretty funny. That's kind of an asshole move. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I really like the animation in this game. Okay. Uh, when I replayed this, because I played it back in the day in 64, I played this on, a, on an emulator, and I don't know if my emulator upscaled it or not, but it, it looked good. And then I watched a video of Pro Jared playing this right before we did this recording just to kind of see a little bit of this game, and that was one of those videos that popped up. And it was like, okay, my emulator <laughs> upscaled this game because it looked a lot better when he was playing.
2: See, I, uh, I looked up something similar, Mike, and I clicked on the second link because I was like, eh, I don't know if I can watch a pro Jaird video.
0: <laughs> I, I know he's a piece of dirt, but I don't really. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll watch it for. Uh, it was, I, it wasn't very entertaining.
2: So I don't understand. I was like, I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, hey, awesome! First link is like twenty minute video. I was about to click it. I was like, oh wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll click on this second video. <laughs>
0: I don't. I can see why people like him because if you're twelve, you're gonna enjoy all the stupidity.
2: But <laughs>
3: we're not <laughs> off to a good start.
2: <laughs> right. but, uh, we always are off to a good start. Like I mean, that's the, just what the show is. I'm surprised this game. God, I, I hate talking about this game because there's. It feels like it feels like they designed <laughs> two separate games and then just smushed them together. This game has a shitload of vehicle segments, and all the vehicle segments, I think everyone can agree, are great and super awesome. At least as a kid, when I played, like, like the fucking the beginning of this game, uh, where you're actually in an airspeeder and you're cabling the ATATs and going around and knocking them over, that's just awesome. Yes, still is fun. And, and yeah.
5: then
2: they throw you into a third-person shooter, like walk-around environment, and it's like this. It doesn't feel like the same game anymore. <laughs>
0: I, I didn't have a problem with it. I was smiling from grin, from grin, grin to grin. I don't know if that makes any sense. I had a big Thanks. smile grin on my grin. face. Cheek to cheek. I couldn't think of the phrase. Cheek <laughs> to cheek. Grin to grin. Uh, who cares? You, I think, is what you're... <laughs> We're going to go with grin to grin from now on. <laughs> and I was, I was, was running around, and I had a huge smile on my face shooting snowtroopers. And for some reason, this is just part, I don't know. This is just me. I really like the snowtrooper outfit. Like back in the 90s, at one point mm-hmm. I went to some convention, I, or some probably a flea market. I shouldn't say convention, but it was a flea this, market, and I bought the old Snowtrooper figure from the 70s. I just really like that look. For oh, it's awesome! Snowtroopers are so cool. I, I don't know why. It's just I like the Snowtroopers
1: a lot, and I enjoy I was, shooting the hell out of them. I always find it weird how they have white armor for snow, but when they go in the jungle, they still just keep the armor white. Yeah, and they don't try to adapt to their surroundings in any way. The
0: Snowtrooper outfit is they have like a. Like that longer veil around them
2: or something that makes no sense right yeah, yeah right. in the front yeah they've got like the they look like cobra commander troopers
3: well it's yeah. all about the brand you know <laughs> it's got to say it, it's got to say empire all over it so no matter where you are you got to know who's who's occupying you
2: what's wow. funny commander is uh empire. i would have agreed to you i would agree with you until rogue one came out and they had the sand troopers and they like actually had like you could, I guess you could argue it was just the sand wearing their armor down, but the armor was actually, like, tan and made sense for sand. And I was like, so they yeah. do understand what camo is.
1: <laughs> this came out in 96. So, and back then, Star Wars didn't care. Yeah, nobody, they nobody knew anything about camo in 96. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, they were just basing off Empire Strikes Back, and, they're, and that's what they're wearing.
2: You had a whole thing's about camo.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't want you to.
2: I think 96 so. is when they started working on a multi-game, which I think is the ugliest camo ever invented.
3: <laughs> I was just going to say that I, I like the walking around levels, too, and I always thought the vehicle levels kind of dragged a bit. Really? Yeah, I did. Uh, I like the Hulk level. You, I think the first one, the first half level is like, it's is very is very structured and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree. And then you get to like the asteroid field and the, the swoop bike level. The swoop bike level is fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, oh, fun. boy.
4: Was, <laughs> when you
3: get any when you get any to the higher difficulties if you so choose like if you go a little bit too fast you're gonna die all the time
1: crash see, see i would agree with Stu. i think that most of them are pretty good that speed bike one though no <laughs> yeah uh-huh, it's bad level. so annoying it doesn't even make that, sense. That was, the f-
0: that was the first level i failed Because I just, I thought I had to race them, so I'm racing them, racing them, I'm not not crashing anybody, I get to the end of the level, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to be killing them.
3: It looks looks (laughs) kind of like you're holding a fork in front of you, if you're the first person. (laughs) It's it's so bad, but, I mean, and that speeder bike wasn't even in this original
0: movie, because... The speeder bike on Endor is a different bike than what they have in here. It's a swoop
2: bike. It's a swoop yeah. bike.
0: And, and the swoop bike wasn't even in the mo- in the first in the New Hope back then. I mean, it is now, but it wasn't back then. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. No,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, the swoop bikes that they were working off of was like yeah, essentially a speeder bike that just looks a little different. Yep. Yeah, I, but and I believe,
3: believe <laughs> but I believe they're in the Mandalorian episode five, if I'm not mistaken. They are. Oh, really? And they yeah. also is
0: there also was a toy back in the Shadow of the Empire swoop bike that I had. That came with a little a little red guy. Right.
2: I thought suit bikes were cool. <laughs> I like remembering fans minutes. I thought Super were cool.
0: I
3: like remembering old toys I bought in the nineties <laughs> about Star Wars. They had, <laughs> I mean, they had up. great toys. They, I believe, they might have done an Outrider toy. In fact, they might have had I mean, like a, a big did. model. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they did. I mean, I have like as, I, as I've been around to different comic book
0: stores and things, I will, I have seen Shadow of the Empire branded toys, <laughs> which I just so cool. Still. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's one of those funny things to me where people love so much about shadows of the empire and like dash rendar's like adjacent things like people love the outrider people love like the like the swoop bike that was in there clearly they love the fucking swoop bike because two years later it was in the phantom menace is a huge part of the movie <laughs> oh yeah
1: speaking of phantom menace uh she's actually appears in the pod racing scene he does yeah he's in the background walking up huh. some stairs
2: there's That's a bunch cool. of people in that.
1: And that, if you go back and watch that pod
2: racing scene, like you can watch like a breakdown of it, there are so many characters hidden in that pod racing segment that are like actual characters within the other stories. It's just yeah. a really sing the it's uh, in there. R. sing is in there. Quinlan Voss is in there undercover. Actually, he's uh, a have... Jedi with the dreadlocks. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Is he wearing like a cloak? Uh, yeah, he's wearing like a cloak and like a long black. He was undercover at the time. That's right. He was just like, he happened to be in that scene and they made him a Jedi and they were like, oh yeah. And like, there was a huge story, I think in, I think it was in Clone it was either in Clone Wars or one of the comics where he's talking to Mace Windu and he's like, he feels really bad that he didn't help Qui-Gon Jinn because he didn't realize Qui-Gon Jinn was in trouble and he was undercover so he couldn't do much. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, hey, that's that Jedi master that I know. <laughs> oh, I wish I could help him, but I can't.
0: I feel like that's just them trying to retcon stuff. And they were just throwing everybody in and like, oh, I mean, hey, this would make a good cool toy.
2: That's the entire point of like the Clone Wars and all the prequel comics is we just need to find a way to retcon everything to make it good. And to their credit, they succeeded. Quinlan Voss was just like a random extra in that in that scene. And Quinlan Voss, I think, is one of the one of the coolest stories in the Clone Wars show and uh, extended universe. I have no idea what you're talking about. He was a Jedi that went undercover. With like the separatists and was spying on them for the uh, for the republic and like at some point he started falling to the dark side and he had to keep like fighting with Mace Windu and he learned Mace Windu's fighting style on his own which that's a whole thing to go into the whole like Mace Windu fighting style that like actively pushes you towards the dark side. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay. I also correct one thing real quick. We kept saying outrider. It's called the Outlander. No, it's the outrider. i believe it's outlander <laughs> i can't tell if you're okay i
3: believe is that the stars tv show uh now in season four I mean,
2: it it really well i'm looking yeah, at outlander. it Outlander is <laughs> <comes laughs> like the world war ii drama on stars that has <laughs> got um, okay i do have a okay, question well,
0: for you guys uh, i'm gonna take I, back over I, and I, so. I gotta say though okay i gotta say that that when you fight the atsd the first boss in this game that is still a fucking cool fight. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if people are like, oh, it's stupid. Like, it, I still enjoyed it. I still smiled. And I thought of Mandalorian now, too, after that. There's a comment. But it is such a cool freaking fight. Even though it, 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 it's just there still. I still had fun.
3: Yeah, what do you guys think of that fight? First coming across it, and whenever I first played it, it was just so unexpected to see it there. I mean, you guess you knew it was going to be a boss, but it's like, oh, no, now I have to fight this. And I remember not succeeding the first
2: few times.
0: Well, <laughs> I saw it funny
2: because it was like hard. the ATST is the boss and not the at What?
0: Well, the AT-AT would have just been squish. <laughs> yeah. It's just like all these at
2: 80s and it's like, and the boss, the ATST, a smaller version of the saying you've destroyed. It's... I
0: mean, but think about it. If you were an infantry soldier and you're fighting a giant tank that's like 40 feet tall with two lasers pointing at you that can take your blaster rifles <laughs> I mean that that's cool. That's a boss. Like it's just because <laughs> you don't you're not in a vehicle. You're not like you can just blast it. I mean, unless you're gonna get lucky and throw a grenade into the eye of where the the cockpit, you're not gonna blow it up I or I'm drop it down it. a hole.
2: I'm just running off of my recency bias of playing Fall in Order and the whole ATAT session. Of that game is so cool. <laughs> I have exactly. To climb up an 80 and take it over and blow up the other ones.
1: <laughs> I really want to play that game. That's it's so good.
0: <laughs> All right, and. <laughs>
1: Like, oh, i like like i just me. said something super erotic mike of the eye of the cockpit right. <laughs> oh, I, was cool, I liked
2: all the like i said i liked all the vehicles like i liked i like piloting the snow speeder i always thought any game that lets you pilot the snow speeder and take out ATATs, i'm all for and then when you have to take out the ATS day i was like all right cool we're doing this now
4: yeah mm-hmm. it's still
0: it's still fun I mean, I I thought these first two levels still hold up amazing. I was not, I had no problem with these first two levels. This I even enjoyed. One thing we
4: we,
2: we, we, over and over we as a kid, that's how much I liked them.
0: Really good. And also, I didn't know this, but apparently, there's a deleted scene of Empire Strikes Back. Maybe I'm wrong in this. You guys can correct me if I am. That they were supposedly where Wampas are locked behind a door. It yes. wasn't included. Okay, yes. and then in this in this really- in this level. There is a scene where you go into a room and you, un- you unlock a bunch of wampos and I just shot
2: him for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a deleted <laughs> scene. The Empire Strikes Back. It's really funny. It's yeah. just so out of place. Like, I understand why they took it out because it's so out of place where Darth Vader is walking around the Hoth base after everybody else has left and some troopers are standing by a door and one of the troopers oh, like clicks a button on the side. The door opens. You see a wampa hand come out and <laughs> grab him and drag him in and the door closes Darth Vader walks up, looks at the door, looks at the troopers, looks at the door, and walks away. The hell, <laughs> yeah! I mean, it's it's so out of place, but he's just like, I'm not dealing with that shit. <laughs>
0: well, in all honesty, that fits Vader because he really wouldn't give a shit.
2: He's just like, this is your problem, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't give a single shit. It's so funny. He's not a nice person. So, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's just like you could tell they're like, how can we kill stormtroopers in the most comical ways? <laughs>
0: right. I did like the fact that it had that reference. In, yeah. In here,
2: I like how the, so, this like the game is divided up too. I like that it's. I like that the game itself is divided up kind of like a book where you got like part one, part two. Yeah. I wonder where they got that idea from. <laughs> All right. The book. Well, the
3: half H- stuff wasn't really in the novel, if I if I remember. I don't. I can't I can't believe it started novel. right at right as Empire ended. Yeah. So <laughs> they just were like, I believe that just they were like we have to add something actiony at the beginning of this book at the beginning of this game. And so they did it huh? It worked. I mean, it really brings you in. I mean, that was
0: one of the big selling points of this game back in the day, was showing off that scene. I remember yeah. being at Toys R Us. Rest in peace, Toys R Us. And it would have that level playing on the N64 demo, and that's what everybody
2: would be playing when you walked by. Uh, you gotta uh, back to the Outrider, then you meet Lebo, who I hate. <laughs> the, the droid? Yeah, I just think he's annoying. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. It's kind of cool. I, uh, I generally... I am annoyed by those droids whenever they're in any scene of any, like, Star Wars media, aside from one episode of The Clone Wars where, like, Ahsoka is helping the younglings build some lightsabers, and that droid is played by David Tennant, and it's, like, the lightsaber creation droid that helps them all. It's really fun. But other than that, I fucking hate that, like, uh, L-E-D-O droid or whatever it's called, the L-E series. <laughs> Sure.
0: i can't even remember him because i don't i mean he mainly just talks to you here and there and i would just hit start till so he'd go away and i can continue <laughs> he's things he's so the no, uh i i didn't care
2: okay what's the rabbit from star fox uh why can't i remember his name happy
0: hair happy hair yeah the happy
2: hair of this game <laughs>
3: okay i'll give it to you it isn't shooting anybody but i'll give it to yeah. you. this guy annoys you with stuff and You gonna get messages guys, yeah
0: <laughs> he takes over, and I can't can't do anything until I hit start, and he
4: goes away.
0: I mean, I don't
3: have much to say about the asteroid level, other than it's just a shooter level on Ooh. rails.
1: It's very arcade yeah. yeah. you know, like. Yeah. John, uh, John like... Williams'
3: music, though, is really good.
2: Yeah. Well, oh. I love the music, except apparently there's an issue with the PC game. I don't know if either Mike or Stefan had this problem, but uh, sometimes on the PC version, the music just cuts out.
1: Oh no, and... that's okay. So it's on a loop. And after the loop plays, it pauses before it starts over again. Mine never started over again. So it would play once and then
2: end. And then that wow. was it.
0: Oh, for me, I I actually played this game with the music just blaring. Cause I just I, I I love it. I like I said, I had a I had a smile from grin to grin, you know, as I was doing this. <laughs> I played this <laughs> game
2: with other Star Wars music playing. <laughs> whenever whenever Star Wars music would play in the Clone Wars, I turned it up. so i would have something to listen to while playing this (laughs) but so much of this game is just quiet for me
4: oh
2: i i enjoyed it i enjoy listening to the and all the shooting i
0: just and i normally don't play with sound effects but i i really liked it in this game
2: oh yeah there was so many audio issues like even like characters lines would be cut off like the very last word they'd say would never make it in so it'd be like that's right i was like okay I,
3: i was saying uh one one of my uh Main points of criticism is that there's no... When you fall off a cliff, there's no, like, Wilhelm scream. Like, if you remember oh. Dark Forces, when you <laughs> fell off mean. a giant chasm, you go, <laughs>
4: Yeah! But
2: this the other they thing don't do, about Fallen Order is that, like, all the Stormtroopers have comical lines and shit. <laughs> Every Star Wars I mean, the, game needs that, in my mind. The, the Stormtroopers yell when, they, when you shoot them off a cliff. They do, yeah. It's not the Wilhelm scream, though. Yeah. No, I want to say Dash screams if you jump off a cliff. Yeah, Ooh, but uh, it's not
1: the Wilhelm. I don't think... Uh, I I didn't hear
0: it. I did, as I loaded, and he jumped back right where he was before, he jumped off
1: the cliff. um, Speaking of cliffs, the the cliffs... Okay, so there's a level (laughs) where you have to run through these cliff canyons, and... and The
0: whole spaceport. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, that place. And um, I literally died... This is where I died the most in the whole entire game. I died at least ten times on those fucking cliffs. (laughs) Because Dash Rendar for whatever reason, is like an oil slick on an iceberg when it comes to fucking <laughs> sand cliffs. Yep. I swear to God. Yeah, this <laughs> is a problem.
0: His <laughs> jump is a little delayed, too, at times, I feel like. His,
1: his jump is retarded. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It's right. Yeah.
2: Well, it, you might be interested to know that the director of this game was the same guy who uh, directed the creation of Star Wars Dark Forces. So
3: Well, so the character... Can- <laughs> chasms make sense he was like more chasms i want yeah. more chasms
2: more we need more chasms <laughs> and we need more more skating throughout the world <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: there were no ice cleats in this game though so i i was more that,
4: disappointed
3: uh, that's the most useless item ever <laughs> oh. yeah the controls are definitely wonky i and ncc4 certainly if you if you're like facing the wrong way you could get stuck and that's is going to be walking around with like a crick in his neck
0: um, <laughs> yeah he has issues i mean i someone yeah. did I thought I didn't have too much of a problem with the controls. Like, I didn't mind the fact that he, that there's no real aiming in this game. You just have to hope he locks onto your target and you, you yeah. shoot it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, that didn't bother me. Like, I was okay with that. <laughs> I know some people have a problem with it, but I didn't.
1: Uh, I would say probably the one, the greatest mechanic in this game that they, it seemed like they probably put a lot of time into, and the most badass is the jetpack you get. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yes. That, that makes aspect. all the walking segments way better. My <laughs> favorite taking away from the you.
2: Yeah, they just take it away from you, the bastards. <laughs> they bring it back. Be... <laughs> yeah, for a <laughs> swamp point, for a sewer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at some point there's a there's a underwater section of this game or a swimming section of this game, which is very odd. Any like pre what you say like pre 2002 water <laughs> section is just like horrible <laughs> generally.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I when was... you get
2: that get that jetpack. You can actually go under, like underwater, with the jetpack, it's like, okay, it's <laughs> oh, doable. I'll do this. This is broken in a big but the way that works. It's a so, space jetpack.
1: It's a space jetpack. It works so underwater. It, yeah, exactly. So I mentioned this a long time ago on an old episode, but this game, when you fight the underwater boss in this game, that is the boss that made me hate to fight bosses underwater. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me yes. when I was a child. <laughs> the giant Dagonba. Looks like a ball
3: sack.
2: <laughs> That's pretty close to what it. It, is.
3: it has. It's weird. It has. It's like a giant. It's like a big pancake with a giant Sarlacc mouth in the middle of it.
2: Yeah, and looks, I prefer yeah. his 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 version of it. I know yeah. a ball sack Sarlacc. <laughs> it's
0: true. It I still like, like Peter's definition of that boss better than both of yours.
2: Ball sack Sarlacc is my next uh <laughs> my next punk band. I'm gonna start.
0: He <laughs> just keeps going with the joke. Oh. <laughs> But I, I do want to go back to the the Gall Spaceport we were talking about earlier. Yeah. One thing about the cliffs that really that I liked that I remembered back when I used to play this with Peter back in the day it, is there's a, a a fucking mountain wampa up there. Yeah. yeah. No purpose. I just went and got him and shot him just because I wanted to kill him, but he serves actually no purpose. But I, I thought it yeah. was cool they had that in there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> They're just they just put that there. Did, I believe the developers had like an in joke with wampas because there's a lot of references to them. There's there's a code if that you enter your username as Wampa Stampa, you'll be able to play as enemies during some of the levels. <laughs> and also there's another there's another code you can put in where at the end credits you will see um Wampa subtitles like the fake subtitles in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So it will say like my sister was bitten by a Wampa once and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> it's like a we'll just keep sticky. going throughout the credits. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> so they so not want to see this now it's like that. <laughs> If you if you Google it, you'll see it, and yeah. Um, I that. And I think there's I mean, a I, line, there's a line of text too, where if you enter it, it just a wall of text that says "baby wampas." It's like forty forty <laughs> things saying "baby wampas." It's really funny. I
1: feel like uh, "wampa stampa" was also a code in um, Rogue Squadron sixty four. I think it, I think you're right about that.
3: Probably yeah. was. Yeah, it's a it's a great name.
1: It's pretty good. Wampa stampa I mean, also a great band name.
3: Good good uh, <laughs> user name probably. <laughs>
2: oh yeah <laughs>
3: probably with many people's username back then
0: or all sorts of things i'm sure it's, oh,
2: it's gonna but, be my new clan tag on halo i'm gonna
1: go yeah. back in and change it to wampa uh, or
2: wampa
0: <laughs> yeah, i forgot
1: about that i was laughing at that bantha <laughs> <laughs> also
2: a good clan tag name for me yeah
0: <laughs> so all right i did love that boss fight Of Galport. It pissed me off a little bit, but I thought it was still so damn cool. First, you gotta fight Boba Fett, and you're both flying around in your jetpacks in like a big towery open area. That was a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, I defeated him.
1: And then I killed
0: him, and then then I was upset.
1: I actually spit out my soda when I took out Boba Fett because I forgot you have to fight slave one right afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh shit,
0: Slave (laughs) One. I'm like, oh he's gonna fly away. And I'm like, what? Play, and they one turn shooting
3: me. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that's an epic level because I believe you you do fight ATST uh before that too. Yes, you have Space to Fair.
0: fight one again, and it's, it's like a awful, it's harder. Level. Yeah, <laughs> that, the second fight of the ATST was they made it harder, and you had I don't well one of the problems is you can if you shoot his legs like many enemies in this game or bosses at least if you shoot at a certain spot you'll hurt it, but it doesn't it does very little damage. You have to hit them in certain spots to really yeah. do maximum damage.
2: That might be a good time since we're uh since we're past the or since we're at the part where they basically introduce the big antagonist of the game to explain the two characters. Oh yeah. He still uh, hasn't really explained who Dash Rendar is, and we still haven't really, we haven't <laughs> talked at all about Prince. He Dash,
0: a clone, a kind clone of Solo. Of. That's not really a clone. <laughs> he's just about he's a mercenary that worked with Han Solo that that the He was hired to bring supplies to Hoth. That's mm-hmm. why he's at Hoth. And then he keeps working with them. Like the, earlier we had mentioned the reason why he stopped the swoop bike because he was hired by Leia to protect Luke. And the swoop bike members find out that Luke is hanging out at Ben Kenobi's old hideout. So they go there to go kill him, which, of course, you know, Luke can't handle 10 swoop bike people. You know, yeah, he only Dash bought is right Vader. But...
2: <laughs> this, is, oh God, this is the thing that I hate about Dash Rendar. I hate Dash Rendar so much. Dash Rendar is, it makes sense for a kid's game. I see what they were trying to do. Because it makes total sense. But Dash Rendar is what most kids' idea of what character they would be in Star Wars is. But no one wants that in Star Wars. Like, if I play a Star Wars game, I don't want to play as, like, oh, like, Stuart the Jedi. I want to play as fucking Luke. I want to play as, like, a character that's, like, well-written and interesting. Not, like, a fanfic character that they put in there. That's a (laughs) good... Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, and the reason why they're going to go get Luke, which we haven't really mentioned yet, is after... Empire Strikes Back, Vader's trying to capture Luke, but Prince Zizor, the big villain of this game, has told yes. bounty hunters to kill Luke, and he'll pay them double what Vader's paying them. Or okay. More, so, or something like
1: well, that. Well, you're close. So Shizor is seeking revenge on Vader because Vader took out all the people on his planet. Yeah. In an accident. And like now Shizor is the third strongest asshole in the universe because he's running Black Sun. So he thinks by killing Luke, he can make Vader look foolish in the eyes of the Empire Emperor, and then he can take out the Emperor. And rule It's,
2: again. it's <laughs> possible one of the, my biggest complaints with this game is that the Black Suns are all over it, and Zor's working with the Vigos, and yet the AG-77 Vigo never shows up in the game. <laughs> Literally <laughs> okay. their ship of choice, but whatever.
0: I forgot but, all that, because I haven't played this. I haven't played this.
2: I played this before <laughs> we recorded Abe's Odyssey i know i, I can't just, talk right now oh, dash i hate dash renner so much though he's like <laughs> he's cool. i have to mention this because it's so important that people understand how annoying he is to me he is like not only is he ever what everyone would want to be in the character we like i want to be han solo but cooler and like and like have like more armor on and luke is my best friend and princess leia has a crush on me <laughs> and han solo is like jealous of me like that is legitimately his character. Like, Luke is like, oh, thank God you were here, Dash. I couldn't have survived without you. And you too, Claire. <laughs> it's that <laughs> level of annoyance, yeah. It's if Steve did... wrote a Star Wars game. That's what this fucking game is. If Steve Burnside wrote a Star Wars game, <laughs> and <laughs> Princess okay. Leia like secretly loves me, and Han Solo's a nerd. <laughs> I have an important question. When did Leia have a crush on Dash? Is that in the book?
1: I just, uh, yeah, like, it's a whole or thing. We just where...
2: made this
0: up.
1: As far as I remember, they originally had planned for Shizar to have pheromones come out of his body that would enslave that's Leia. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they were going to do it or whatever.
2: It's just like you need to have some kind of tension in a game where, like, the only okay. thing is Princess Leia.
3: Peter could probably better, better describe what you just brought up about Prince Reptile Guy. That's, that's honestly pretty good. It's been 20 years since I read the book. I do remember he had, like, a pheromone chamber or something where he... yeah. yeah. Something or, you weird. know, he had he had, he had he had like a muscle chamber that like exercises muscles Then his pheromones were naturally released or something
2: like that. Or I don't How's, know. How do you, uh, God, it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to describe Zizor, too, because he's like, he's such a weird character. Again, okay. he's like a fan fiction character where he is.
3: He's like, he's like Jafar from Aladdin, I think. It's, yeah, he's got he a yeah, yeah, like
2: Palpatine and... thing going on where he's yeah. super rich. And it's like, he is like as smart as Palpatine. But yeah, he definitely has a Jafar yeah like thing going on with him too yeah
0: because and he this, this whole like he's on coruscant with the emperor coruscant. yeah and you've done this to me so many right, times like it's coruscant like he talk, i mean he does talk with the emperor he's trying to work with the emperor and become his second his right hand man instead of vader yeah he's mm-hmm. a green reptile guy that you probably had saw a figure of at some point in the 90s when you were looking at star wars toys his face is on the
1: cover.
2: Not not even joking, he legitimately yeah. looks like Piccolo from the live-action
1: Dragon Ball movie. Well, he actually he is, a, is a fish person, and I thought he looked like Abe, honestly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he's got that tail on the back of his head. It's not a mohawk. It's a
1: tail. <laughs> he, oh. he is literally a fish person. He's, he's part a, of the Abe Odyssey family.
2: He's he's if Abe Odyssey had sex with live-action Piccolo, <laughs> and their son was G-Sort. Oh
5: but again okay. it's like
2: it's such a fan fiction character of like well, who's your bad guy oh palpatine well, palpatine's already a character oh well this is like cooler palpatine and he's got like a crime lord that like he like he works as a crime lord and he's smarter and he's richer than palpatine was so like he's cooler <laughs> i just hate the fucking writing in this game
0: <laughs> this is fan fiction now you're welcome
2: oh god those early star wars books are uh they're something
0: <laughs> uh, one level that we—I do want to get back to talk more about Prince or what happened later in this game. Right. But we—we the oh, we train levels are so cool. I remember the train level being awesome. It still, is. <laughs> you do? I still really like that level.
2: Really I like it. I like yeah. it. Too. you did I like it. I
3: enjoy it too.
2: I—I was—I just it like it's such a slowdown. <laughs> after you after you get off the you go to the train section, I thought it was like so slow comparatively where i was like okay like we're really taking our time getting through this train section
0: <laughs> well i mean it's an auto stroller and you got to jump from train to train and they're talking and your favorite robot's talking to you so no yeah. wonder you hated it that's probably what it is <laughs> <laughs> and he's like don't
2: talk to me again
1: i do so, like
2: that they had uh, ig88 in there as like a more of an important character
1: i was just about to say does anyone else have that feeling like it's kind of like boba fett where you like ig88 but you don't know why is it just because he looks cool oh. Yes.
0: He had one scene in Empire Strikes Back when you show when they show all the bounty hunters, yeah. and then he's in this game. He gets blown up by Dash Rendar, which at the time was canon, and then that's the end of him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, think he I look kind of like sucks in this game um, as a character just because he's like goading you on. It's just like yeah, and he's really dumb. Where there's a whole, there's legitimately one of the lines is. He is like computing your odds of survival. He's like, well, I see you have a zero percent odds of survival, so there's no reason not for me, not for me to monologue right now and tell you exactly where Boba Fett is. Like, he's a fucking robot. Like, he would just kill you.
0: What well, he's, he's a killer joy? Is he programmed or something by somebody to be a bounty hunter?
2: Right. Oh, right. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, he's he was an assassin. So I I love IG idiot. I think he's in many ways. Cooler than Boba Fett. He's certainly cooler than fucking Dengar. <laughs> Fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> anyway, man. IG-88 was a assassin droid that was used by other bounty hunters until he killed his owners and became like his own individual bounty hunter.
0: I gotta say though, like that scene in Empire Strikes Back where it has all the bounty hunters is still one of my favorite scenes. Like when I was a kid, one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars. I remember thinking all of them are so damn cool. I don't yeah, great,
2: except for Dengar.
0: But well, Loam and Zuck is to screw them, but I like Dengar. I got no problem with Dengar.
2: I love Dengar. Is my favorite character in the robot chicken version of Star Wars, where Dengar is just like an annoying asshole that hangs out with the bounty hunters and they all kind of hate him. He's just like, hey guys, it's Dengar here. Like, that bitch, you didn't expect to see Dengar. That's right, I'm here too.
3: Uh, <laughs> if I recall, yeah. <laughs> if, if I recall, that was uh. Palpatine, it was like, uh, Palpatine's like, sis- or is a sister of somebody who
2: Palpatine knew. It was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll him along. Palpatine's cousin. Yeah, Palpatine's it's cousin. Cousin-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> he flies, he flies a toilet. <laughs> they just go all out with a toilet paper. He flies a giant space toilet. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, if you like IG-88,
3: then the Mandalorian they have an IG robot fight, so. Oh, yeah. I thought it was IG-88. And then I'm
2: like, that's not IG-88. That's like IG-49. <laughs> You know, I like okay, IGN's and... uh, bit in Star Wars uh, Robot Chicken as well, where he's got, like, they all, there's a bounty hunter party and they're all hanging out. I'm just going to be talking, I'm just going to be explaining plots of Robot Chicken now. <laughs> and he's like, hey guys, and they're like, hey IGND he's like, I hope it's okay that I brought my cousin THX1138. He <laughs> does the whole fucking,
1: like, blah <laughs> all the glass breaks, and everyone's <laughs> holding their ears. What the hell's an aluminum falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: to watch robot chicken now. I'm surprised you have it. Well, we talked about it before this episode on this on the show not too long ago too.
2: I, I am just constantly thinking about the robot chicken Star Wars specials. Yeah, they're they're great. I uh, that was like when I can't remember what Star Wars game it was. It might have been like clone the like Attack of the Clones game when it came out on Xbox Live. Way back in the day, remember when Xbox Live used to have like videos to download too? Like you could watch like um, the Guild, I think, was on Xbox, and like Red versus Blue. And they also had, for whatever reason, you could get the Star Wars Robot Chicken specials for free. And so I just downloaded all three of those, and I watched those constantly on Xbox. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I do not remember thing. this. It was it was a really weird thing that no one knew about, which is why Xbox Live stopped doing videos. For- <laughs>
0: Oh, and we should mention the dumbest, le- I, at least I think with the dumbest level in this game, it's before you go to the sewers, but after you rescue Luke, because, you know, Luke needs rescuing. You yeah. go to the Imperial Freighter, and I think, don't they say you're stealing the Death Star plans in this yes. Imperial Freighter? Sure. Yeah, you're, yeah. On you're
2: that, stealing, unquote, important construction plans. They don't actually say Death Star.
0: Oh, okay. I thought they actually said Death Star plans.
2: No, it's just heavily implied that it's the Death Star plans.
0: There's with no block. I, I
2: don't
3: <laughs> Damn it! you took my joke. Uh, you were, you were. Okay, you we'll were cut it out. It. We'll start over. No, <laughs> your joke's better.
2: We'll Technically, it's not the Death Star, Mike. This is Empire Strikes Back. It's the Death Star 2.
3: Did they actually call it
0: the Death Star 2? Don't they just call it the Death Star? They
2: call it the Death Star Mark 2. <laughs> well,
0: I never knew that. I yes. have watched that movie for over 20 well, years and I never knew that. that
3: movie. They don't say no. it at
2: all.
3: I think in the movie, they call it
2: like they the Death Star, the Star? Mark 2. <laughs> it's the death star mark 2 or the ds2 <laughs> you
3: don't believe the kind of loan i had to take out to get it
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're just making robot chicken jokes
0: this level upset yeah. me too because you don't shit? have the jetpack no.
3: anymore and it'd be perfect with it right because you <laughs> it's have a, a small level yeah, yeah well there's the one part of the end where you have to Move the crates, move the doors to the crates. Uh, move oh, the, the man. Whole,
1: god, yeah. this was the worst puzzle in the whole fucking uh, game. Fuck I started my game for, just to give you
0: a. I started on. to level over because I thought I fucked up and blew up a crate I had to jump on. And I watched it, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell do I watch the
3: video? And yeah. I went, oh, I gotta open these switches. I'm like, they don't even look like switches. <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 tough if you don't know what's going on because <laughs> yeah, you because you just want to blow up the boxes
1: and you're like, well, I'm done. Yeah, so if anyone's never played this game, basically what it is is there's like six panels on the wall, right? And on each side of you, there's three doors on three different levels, and each panel opens up a different one. And inside of one has a staircase that leads up to a top one to get out of the room. Thank you. <laughs> Which okay. fucking Ooh. annoying. It's a yeah, it that, was. that like would make sense
2: in Tomb Raider, the one we just played, but. In Star Wars, mm. like it it just like it's so different to everything you've been doing up to this point. It's like why am I doing this? Why yeah. where's it's my jetpack?
0: I mean even the boss fight is stupid in this level because you're trying yeah. to get your you have to open up a force field to get your ship to dock, you have to fight a loader droid. I wanna say a loader <laughs> droid should not be a boss fight, it should be okay, I shot it, taken care of, let's go. Like it's an actual <laughs> boss fight. Part it's,
2: three is uh, easily the weakest part of this game. Yeah. As a whole. <laughs> I, I didn't care for it. You yeah. gotta save is... Luke because he's your best friend and he thinks you're the coolest. You're the only Luke one that can Luke save Luke. Han and Leia are apparently busy. Well, Han is in Carbon
0: Knight. Leia, which we haven't talked about yet, this is actually the game. Well, the... this explains how she gets that awesome costume that she wears in Return yes. of the Jedi when she goes to Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bo- is it called Bosk?
2: No, Bosk. Is... Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Bosk is the alien reptile guy, of bounty hunter. Okay.
2: Yeah. But yeah. yeah. yep. he's right. the transition
1: bounty hunter.
3: Yeah. Yes. I kill a lot of when I play Yeah.
1: Dark Bosch by Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out. It's another so
3: robot trick. Like, Hieronymus <laughs> Bosch, I think that's.
2: Hieronymus Bosch. <laughs> I feel that's
3: that gotta be. I gotta Google that. That's <laughs> <be>. <laughs> it's definitely a thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Never I love know. Bosch.
2: Okay, but Bosch Bosch is Like
3: uh, He flies with you to the. Yeah. Thing. You go inside the thing and he's like flying around. <laughs> or I'll something? fly around, remember? <laughs> I think he just flies away, yeah, or something like that. So you yeah,
2: you couldn't, uh, you couldn't have Bosk in this game because didn't you kill him in um, Dark Forces? Yeah, you killed lots of him. <laughs>
3: killed... Hey, let's not be racist to call them Bosques, all right?
2: <laughs> That's actually an issue we had when we played Dark Forces. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I... Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> and I couldn't say the word Trandoshan. That's <laughs> really I've was... I had a lot of trouble with that. episode. yeah, sound like I had like oral surgery or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, what what do we think about the sewer level? I mean, that's when I was a kid, I always thought the Diagnos were kind of creepy because you'd hear their roar or whatever, and then you would look around in vain trying to find them. And with the foggy N64, you couldn't always see them right away. So
2: yeah, they, uh, they are creepy. Yeah, they're really creepy.
3: <laughs> yeah, just like a flying spider or a floating spider coming towards you.
2: They actually show up in I don't know why, but they show up in the Force Awakens Lego game for some reason. <laughs> Even though they weren't in that movie, <laughs> but they're in the game. Well, it just put it all,
3: just put everything you can in the Lego stuff. Why not?
2: I liked how uh, I was looking up like all the characters and everything, and uh, just so everyone is aware, the Lego games are considered non-canon. I don't know why a separate note <laughs> but, had to be written for that. Obviously, they're non-canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because they came out after everything is considered canon. I get, I, but again, you shouldn't need that. I agree.
2: I just read, like, a whole article of, like, how the Lego games aren't canon, and I was like, who is this for? Well, <laughs> I,
1: if I remember correctly, when I saw the Lego movie, two, they do mention, like, oh, uh, Marvel and Disney aren't taking our calls anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen the second Lego movie. Now, is uh, that,
3: yeah. so, that means the question, is that Energizer Bunny commercial with Darth Vader, is that canon, so? Oh, uh,
2: yes, that is canon.
3: Okay, all right, yeah, that takes uh, place.
2: Right after Empire Strikes <laughs> <laughs> Right after Luke escapes. It's... Yeah. It's okay. it's what he was doing while waiting for Han Solo to get back to the dance. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: but as, as Peter was mentioning earlier, like when you do go to the sewer part, I think that's really interesting because it's Missy. It doesn't really, or if it did, I didn't read it because I didn't read any of the text in this game. I just played. Mm-hmm. And that's like where Dash is infiltrating through the sewers. At the same point, Luke is dressed up as one of the Red Imperial guards to infiltrate the palace. Leia goes in in the outfit we were talking about and then gets kind of captured by Zizor with his pheromones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chewbacca, which I completely forgot about this, but as we were talking, I've been looking up <laughs> screenshots and I found an awesome picture of Chewbacca as a bounty hunter. I do not remember this yep. boy.
1: Yeah. Yep. And uh, I that don't... Luke in that red armor looks so out of place. Yeah. I got to say, it just looks weird. But
0: also, um, I just want to talk is... about the Chewbacca <laughs> where he has like a flat top. He has like a little like eye guard, like he thinks he's, you know, Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid Four. He's got like armor on his chest. He just looks badass. I do not remember this toy at all. Now I kind of want it.
2: <laughs> I don't really like Chewbacca. This is like such a small, nitpicky thing to pick up about this, but the red stormtrooper armor, the Imperial Guard, like they are the, they're the the Emperor's personal guards. <laughs> So I don't know why Caesar has a bunch of them.
0: Well no, these are these are Caesar's guards, right? The red I mean you're, the red Imperial Guard you're thinking of are the ones that are in the movies that are Palpatine. These aren't Palpatine's guards, right yeah, These the are Caesar's
2: guards who aren't who are just dressed up to, like they're basically in terms of the game, they're like, hey, that's cool. We should have that in our game. So
1: Caesar has red guards. Yeah, their helmets look more like uh, yeah. something from Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fun fact too, if you watch those toy commercials, the voice narrating is Mark Hamill. Is it really? So they wow. got him to do the commercial for the toys from the game. He's but just, they couldn't get him in the game. Yeah. He's just doing a weird deep voice. It's so bizarre. Maybe that was like his first like ever voice acting. He was like, hey, I kind of like this.
2: <laughs> hey, you want to be I don't the, think it is. wanna be the Joker? <laughs> <Hey>. All right.
3: <laughs> Did, you did the Batman come the, uh, out before this? Trickster? Yeah, no, it was before, yeah. I was doing okay.
2: it, do a little joke right there. Mm-hmm. A little Joker. <laughs>
3: oh, uh, I got
0: that part, but I trying uh, kind to of think like... Uh,
1: which came first, uh, Mark Hamill, Joker, or Mark Hamill? Was it the Trickster, is that it? I think the Trickster did in the early 90s or late 80s, right?
3: Yeah, that's earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, when he was in that uh, disguised armor, he was certainly a big red one, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only reason I have ever... I've never watched any fucking DC TV show. I apologize to everyone who loves those shows. I've never yeah. watched like Arrow or The Flash or anything. It's I just okay. know that Mark Hamill played the trickster in The Flash, and I want to watch just that episode, or just the episodes with him in it.
0: Flash is really good, but that's neither here nor there. But it's really good. <laughs> it's,
2: it's a little aside, I like Mark Hamill.
0: <laughs> okay, he was right. The name of that of that is Imperial Guard Disguise. I'm looking at the toy right now. So yeah. I guess
3: they were Imperial Guards, but... Okay, yeah, uh, I was right. I thought they were Scissor's Men. We were wrong. We gotta... No, yeah, they were no, right no guards. Well, I mean, wasn't... Wasn't it like the is Emperor's Royal Guard or something? Isn't the, yeah. the Imperial Guard could just be... Just be like a guard who's an Imperial.
2: They're like the Sith Honor Guard, is what they're called. Yeah. But for... Yeah, for, I guess... I guess it could be like Prince Zijor was like, "I'm cool, I am important, I'm gonna get my own Imperial guards." <laughs> and well, like, All he Jack right. and hookers. <laughs> he
0: was powerful. Like that's one thing I thought was very interesting to talk about in this is that he's very freaking powerful. Like, like I think mean, we mentioned earlier, like one of the third yeah. most powerful people around.
2: Who mm-hmm.
0: controls mm-hmm. well, the I mean, he's just a
2: Clone of uh, of like early Palpatine. So, what? Yeah, he's just Palpatine. What? He's just a pal. He's just Palpatine before Palpatine became the emperor. I can't, yeah,
1: I think I can't think tell basically... if, you're giving,
2: if you're making a joke or no, no, I'm not. He is Palpatine before Palpatine became the Emperor. It's like the same character where he's like really rich and he has all this. Oh, yeah, He's not literally the clone. Yeah, he's not literally the clone of Palpatine. Are... There is a clone of Palpatine, but that's like a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, okay, I, I get what you mean because yeah. I mean Palpatine was a senator
2: and then he, yeah, in the okay. same way that that Dash Rendar is the clone of Han Solo, but cooler <laughs> and Luke's his best friend. Prince Zijor's, uh early. Emperor Palpatine, but cooler and he hates Darth Vader. Alright. I mean, I really paramount. did... And I think it's pheromone.
0: I tried to read the comic for this, and I got about three issues in out of the six issue, and I was just done. I was like, yeah. fuck this. I, yeah. do, it's not I worth could it. not read the comic.
3: <laughs> like, say... I know there's people out there who like it. I there's a lot more Boba Fett it. in the comics.
2: Yeah. I'd yep. say what you will about like, the prequels. I The prequels were responsible for like a bunch of comics and novels and star Wars stuff outside of the movies, all of a sudden getting really, really good.
0: I just got to say this, the two prequel movies, the first and the third one are really good movies. It's too bad. they only made two and they just skipped number two, but one and three are not that bad. One is a great movie. Three is pretty good. One is a good
2: movie. I'm going to take you up on three being a bad movie. Eh, It's okay. But
1: (laughs) I'm going to take both of you up on either one of them being a good or bad movie. They're just, (laughs) (laughs) system just has its moments. phantom menace a, i look go back look, and
2: watch the fucking pod racing and tell, i turned to each other go back and watch get, pod wasting, right? the
3: pod racing stefan i think we all agree
2: really cool
3: that phantom menace is better than rogue one so
1: <laughs> oh, I, I,
2: I okay if if anyone out there like hates rogue one yeah. to the point that you are willing to say that any of the people movies are better you're, than it. You don't check um, your fucking priorities there, buddy. You're on a podcast
0: with someone that, that thinks Phantom Menace is better than Rogue One. <laughs> you're you're wrong. Wrong. You are wrong. Yes,
2: I do. Well, just from a technical level, Rogue One is way more competent as a movie than Phantom Menace. Does.
0: Yes, but I enjoy Phantom Menace more. And I finish Phantom Menace with a smile. When I finish Rogue One, I want to pour a beer and start crying. So Phantom Menace went higher <laughs> in the list.
2: Which of, uh, which of the horrendously racist characters in Phantom Menace <laughs> was your favorite? Listen, <laughs> I know Asian stereotype? The Jewish stereotype? Where they just uh, forgot how to make aliens, and so George Lucas was just like, Ah, dad, they're scared, <laughs> fucking their caricatures.
3: What, what if
2: you made them, what if
3: you made them like Asians?
2: What, are you, what, are they, what, what if, if I, he was, I, like, what if he was Jewish? What gotta make <laughs> what, it a bigger like What if Rick what if he oh, was, like, really like Everyone around George Lucas going like, what? It's like, no, no, more Jewish, like more Jewish. Like, I don't think that we're allowed to. I
0: no, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> like, I point. mean, that's a prime example of what happens when no one's telling you no. Is a prequel.
1: Well, you guys are forgetting the common rule that, you know, they're like poetry. Yeah, they, they rhyme. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. I think we should go back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about in this episode. Uh, okay. And we had, so we were mentioning a little bit about the sewers. I actually like the underwater thing that we had brought up before. Like it, it doesn't feel like you're underwater, because you just use the jetpack and fly out and use uses less power underwater for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Dianogas yeah. are well, kind of less
2: drag when yeah. you're in thicker water than air, I guess. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Space. It
2: it's like like Peterson. It's a space jetpack. Yeah.
0: I I didn't mind. I know you were talking about the, the ball-sack Dianoga monster earlier. I like that fight. Ball-sacks are
2: like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I thought it was happy. "Ballzack Starlack" is actually the first song on the album by the Wampa Stompers. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm All gonna just sudden. make this. I'm gonna have to make this happen okay. at this point. Anyone wow. out there plays <laughs> plays an instrument? Wants to be in a punk band called the Wampa Stompers and have one song? Hit me up. I know a guy who plays an instrument. I, <laughs> I, was I, on the I, I, I can really- barely play guitar. <laughs> I don't remember what weapons
3: you have at this point, but I think you might have like one disruptor, which is the big green one. And if you use that on the Diagona, that like is a perfect weapon for destroying that thing.
1: Okay, I actually had a Uh. question about this. So the when you guys played the N64 version, like when you fought a boss, because what I remember playing it back in the day, it would take at least like I mean, it would take a shit ton of hits from your like from anything to kill anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the PC version, I could like hit any boss with five pulse shots and they'd be dead. Oh. Wow. Is, is that different? In the I think end- that's different. And maybe I4 is
3: different because oh, it takes okay. a long time.
2: I, I assume that when it was released for PC, in addition to adding the cutscenes, there was like, eh, we'll just make some quick like mechanical
1: balancing changes too. Yeah, because I took out every single boss. Boba Fett, Slave 1, the AT, AT, SD... I took I, them all out in like five shots.
2: I remember having trouble with this game on the 64, and yeah. I didn't have any trouble with it this time, and I'm glad you said that, because I couldn't remember, if I couldn't tell if it was like, if it was like oh, I'm just an adult that understands video games now, or if it was just easier than when I
1: played it on the 64. Like my skills have advanced as a gamer? I have. I believe
2: that. Well,
0: mine
1: have, because I was like five when I played this.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm, forgetting. <laughs> I'm forgetting your baby. Definitely advanced. <laughs> but uh okay so yeah. the last level or second to last level is you, the last level on foot
2: by right, the way yeah, the pistol on foot. you use is the heavy blaster pistol which is just <gasps> the same fucking gun that han solo has because <laughs> this is han solo yeah <laughs> so
0: but <laughs> i i fun. we hadn't really mentioned a blaster yet i don't really mind the blaster; like it has like a recharge thing to it which it yeah. doesn't bother me i, I, I just like that yeah. i don't know i didn't have any problem with that
2: i mean it's but I, it's it's one of those things where like every Star Wars game has has to deal with how do you balance a blaster. It's something that every single Star Wars game does. Yeah, right? this if game
3: you, have- you just you lose the charge. But yeah. you basically have infinite amounts. So.
2: It's yeah. uh it's like mm-hmm. the Mass Effect One situation where it's like oh it's like overheating and you gotta let it cool off. You gotta let it recharge. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. every game does it differently. Like the fucking the new Battlefronts. I guess the old Battlefronts did too. You had like the ammo packs you had to replace, which is similarly same as reloading. I guess you like the old Republic games, it was like a chance of hit. It's just one of those balancing things they have to add in there. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It was just it mm-hmm. was odd to not have like, oh, you have a certain amount of ammo for this.
3: Yeah. And there there are other weapons, and I think some of them are better than others. I always thought you could only really use the seekers, which are the missiles, and then the laser and the seekers, and then everything else is kind of like just extra. Uh, because there's the flamethrower. He- and garbage pulse weapon yeah the pulse, pulse
0: weapon good. you can stand right next to someone and right on yeah. the trigger that's yeah.
2: it yeah. it's always funny to me how like in those old movies they just because they're old movies like every movie back then no one was reloading any gun that's just not something <laughs> that happened in old movies i can't think of yeah. anybody reloading a gun before maybe like the matrix
0: I'm sure people did. Okay. I'm sure
2: they did. Just off the top of my head, I can't think of any. And they certainly don't in Star Wars. It's just always been funny to me that they're like, well, they don't reload their blasters in Star Wars. So in a game, we have to figure out how to do that. It's like, well, you can just make them reload. We can just we can just understand that it's a movie and we're not going to watch Han Solo reload his gun.
3: <laughs> well, it's a
2: space gun. It has a space uh, gun.
3: virtually unlimited uh, ammo.
2: I kinda like at some point in the clone wars, they were just like, Yeah, they have ammo packs. Like, we're just <laughs> we give up. We're not gonna find a solution for this. They have yeah. ammo packs. <laughs> okay. It's just like early on <laughs> early on they were like, well, these space guns, they are blasters, and so you don't reload them because Han Solo didn't reload it in the movie. So yeah. it's
1: definitely a product writing product to ask time.
3: Stop writing to Star Wars Insider and asking us
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> part of the reason is um sorry. <laughs> Part of the reason is the DL-44 blaster pistol, uh, the Han Solo's blaster pistol, you can't actually reload it because of the way the armorer built the thing. (laughs) The scope one is covering up the clip where you'd put the ammo into it. So there was no way to actually load it as a real gun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I was saying earlier.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The palace. She's Um... doing pallets. The palace. Yes, thank you. Caesar's I, Palace. I, this level is... <laughs> you got a Caesar's Palace. is there. Not... You bet it all I in mean, black and you lose it all. It's really annoying. The
0: game doesn't do a really good job of explaining, but technically in the story, if you're talking about the novel, everybody's here at the time. Well, not Han Solo; he's busy being frozen. But Leia's here and wearing some like blue costume that Caesar, Caesar, little Caesar puts her into, which <laughs> I <Caesar>. put a <laughs> picture in. Little, um, I've gotten all about this i haven't like i haven't i mean it hasn't been 20 years since i read
2: the book but it, it's been a while now i really want to read the book again i'm mad at myself but <laughs> well, in, the, copy, the outfit. Like, i i have not noticed up until this point that she's wearing heels without heels hmm. she's just wearing the heels but standing on her toes
4: yeah
0: <laughs> who knows <laughs> but she's like because she's getting she's getting control luke is here to go fight scissor which again seems like the worst i know or like the worst idea, why would the hell would you go to the planet where the emperor, the I mean, imperials have, like, have the most jurisdiction and be like, we're gonna go, we're gonna, I guess you go in there to rescue Leia. I, I, really should have read this book before doing this episode. Are
2: <laughs> well, they is infiltrated. The
3: emperor,
2: is the emperor here at this point, or is he off? Like, because they don't really cover where the emperor is that much in any of the movies during this time. Mm-hmm. He
3: hadn't been invented yet.
2: Well, he's just he. Well, he was in um. He's in an Empire. He's in Empire yeah. Strikes Back, yeah. He is?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's, he's a, hologram. a hologram. He's a hologram. Yeah. He chimp eyes.
2: Yeah, he doesn't show up until, like, he doesn't show up in person. Um, until, until
3: Phantom Menace?
2: Yeah, until Phantom Menace. <laughs> That's the first one that he shows up in person. Oh, <laughs> oh my
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being an asshole. I'm
2: trying to think. Be... He's not in A New Hope. No, he's, he's mentioned. He's, mentioned, to he's mentioned, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. assume that he's off, like, wherever the Death Star is at all times. Well, he's in some Imperial starter story or flying around. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's on uh, Loos <laughs> I think yeah. in some of the comics they say like he is on Coruscant at times, but there's really no reason for him to be on Coruscant because, as we all know from the movies, uh, Jar Jar Binks is in charge of the Senate after the Empire takes over. <laughs> he should <laughs> be on Naboo at like his lake house,
3: shouldn't he? Like <laughs> fish, fishing or something. He's just the Emperor of the Senate <laughs> <sin>. fishing. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's fish a fantastic
2: image. But he's like, he gets like really frustrated really easily, so he just forces all the fish out of the water, electrocutes them all. <laughs> it's just electrocuting them. <laughs> oh, you see like dead okay. like dead fish and, and uh, fucking uh, like one thing about this. floating down the river.
0: <laughs> I gotta I gotta take over. One I thing about this him. level though, you don't ever fight <laughs> oh, Caesar. Little Caesar. I, want,
2: I want everyone to just take a minute and just just <laughs> picture this in their heads and just feel better because <laughs> it's a great image. Uh, <laughs> publishing <Puppetine laughs> grabbing fish out of a lake in naboo yeah he's just like well, yelling at the, the water someone else
3: does it he has like the guy with the big blue tentacles to it he's, he's had a little too many alcoholic
2: blue milks <laughs> <laughs> just like you go get the fish out
0: But i, I don't know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about because there's no there's so, no yes. star wars movie with palpatine having a lake house i mean there's no there's no movie like that i don't know what you're <laughs> talking about i remember a fever dream where they were at a lake house with anakin and padme but that was a fever dream right it wasn't a movie. <laughs> He's he's running through like
2: the wheat fields of Naboo. <laughs> it's just like he's just strolling around, enjoying himself. And every he's now cool. that Darth Vader calls him up and he's just like, what now? <laughs> ah. Great. What's well, been blown up this time? <laughs> I give you three AT-ATs. Those things are so expensive. Have you found the kyber crystal yet? <laughs> oh, we need a big God. kyber crystal. <laughs> And all these people are trying to steal our plans. Why don't I it's have robot. the plans? Just give it's me It's robot plans. chicken. is
0: isn't this. Yeah, it's robot exactly. chicken. Okay. It's based all, off right. Robot chicken. all right. All right. Robot So we were talking <laughs> with Prince Caesar Like you don't, which makes sense in the storyline because Luke is fighting Caesar. She's little Caesar, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um. So that's why you don't fight him. When you fight a freaking gladiator droid? You fight and, his droid. Which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is stupid. Like, why do you fight a giant droid? I don't get that.
2: They build up Prince Zizor as like the big bad of the game, and you fight his droid while Luke fights the, the main bad guy. But I don't think that's yeah,
0: yeah. ever mentioned in the game. That's mentioned in the book, and maybe mentioned yeah. in the comic, which I couldn't finish reading in time because I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, just like
3: like a... it's like <laughs> it's like it's uh, his martial arts. She martial arts like practices with a big droid or something. It's but not... yeah, oh.
0: that, that oh, droid. Pissed me off because okay, I beat it the first time, I used my disruptor, I'm like, yeah, I did it. And he goes into the second form. I'm like, okay, and I use some more disruptor, I'm like, yeah, I got this. And all of a sudden it's a
3: third form. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, yeah. Small, it just flies around. Yeah. I've oh, lost three or four pack. fights in that yeah. fight just because I couldn't hit him.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't care because I had tons of lives. But who's the
2: uh who's the chiss guy from Star Wars Rebel? Um uh Thrawn, Admiral Thrawn. It's like his exact thing where he's got like his his robots that he fights with, like to stay busy. All the best parts of
1: Prince Sejor, they just took and they put him into Admiral Thrawn in the Rebel Show. Yeah. Thrawn is so much better in the Timothy Zahn novels, though. If anyone ever gets a chance to read a Star Wars novel, read those ones. Yeah. Thrawn is such a cool character. Thrawn is exactly like, you can tell
2: Thrawn is what they really wanted Prince Sejor to be. Yeah. But he just doesn't have. I mean, first of all, it's a 97 game, so there's no way any character could have like that much presence. But Thrawn is just such a. Like intimidating character whenever he's weren't around. The, mm-hmm. Weren't those
3: books already written at this point? Yeah, they they were. Okay. They're from the early nineties.
2: Okay, so right. they literally stole Throne and made him Prince <laughs> Made him green. So I well, made him also, green blue.
0: <laughs> like they made mentioned less before, in between all the Star Wars BS we've had so far in this episode, this was like we. This was them trying to relaunch the Star Wars brand. It felt like because I know there's right, a yeah. book, the comic, there's the original soundtrack. I mean, this takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, two of the best Star Wars movies. Well, it's that like,
2: um, we've talked about this before with the Batman game. It's like that, you just know that this was like part of an effort where they said like, okay, Phantom Menace is coming out in two years. We've got to build up all this Star Wars hype. We've got to like manufacture this, this yeah. nostalgia and people now, like parents will buy Star Wars games for their kids and then they'll think like, oh man, I love the old Star Wars movies. And they'll watch the old Star Wars movies and then bam, Phantom Menace is coming out and it's like this is all part of an effort for them to you know keep star wars in the in the public eye before the phantom menace came out
1: yeah and didn't they also like release the star wars trilogy special editions around this time too i want to say shortly after. yeah
3: yeah it was all that was the movie portion so it was it was a multimedia plan before phantom menace in the star and the specials
2: were like the movie component of the which i mean yeah it it clearly worked
3: (laughs) i mean everyone was
2: Oh yeah, I'm ridiculously fun for Phantom Menace. Oh, if you aren't yeah. old enough to remember feeling excited for Phantom Menace, then Don't. get older, nerd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll take uh, the it. Uh, you can or do it. Take it or leave it. 1997. Just be older, Just be older than you are.
0: <laughs> is when it came out. The special edition episode one, the Phantom Menace, came out in '99, and 1995 is the last chance to get the original trilogy on VHS before they're taken off the market,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: I know a lot of people are upset about.
2: Yes. Although.
0: We could go into a whole
2: podcast about that. Yeah, we're not going to. I, I, I shouldn't. I didn't say it. Forget I said it. <laughs> I think people. I will say I think people were more upset about that than they should have been. Not that it is isn't annoying, but it's not like they were unavailable. If you bought Star Wars on DVD at any point, pretty much. Like I have, I have all the Star Wars DVDs I bought around. Like I don't know say like between 2002 and five i guess just guessing and it is the remastered movies but they all have special edition like on the menu where you can just watch the original movies mm-hmm. i'm kind of like when people say like oh it's ridiculous you can't watch these old movies anywhere i kind of want to pull them up on that and be like well if you bought the TVDs, you could watch the original unremastered versions <laughs> Yeah, it was like a special feature on it, wasn't it? Yeah, on every DVD they have the special, like on all the originals at least they have the special edition. You mm-hmm. can watch the or the special edition on special edition of it. Or if you're Peter, you can watch
0: the original trilogy on LaserDish.
2: Jesus, <laughs> really?
0: I did have I did, it. Yeah,
3: my father has it. Oh, those. you don't have it anymore?
0: Oh,
3: okay. I might. They might still be around. I don't know if the Star Wars ones were ever. Tossed out. Um, I remember that still. I just well, to make that yes, joke. I believe you. We, we probably both watched them on Laserdisc at some point. Yeah, we did. We had to. Had, I hard. still remember where the brakes were where you flip over the disc. <laughs> one. Yeah, those have got to
2: be worth a little bit of money now, right?
3: They're I don't a little think bit, so. maybe like twenty bucks. I would say. Okay, yeah. so
2: very little bit. Yeah, Laserdisc
3: not like, uh, is not
0: not something that lasted around. Just like Beta is something that didn't last. That this is an odd joke that I know Stu will get. I actually never really. Even heard of beta, so I was watching that cowboy. Oh God, the cowboy cowboy Bebop Bebop episode. It's the first Where he's like, "I, I need of. a beta." I'm like, "What's he talking about?" And I realized it's a real thing. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> that's the
2: whenever I hear beta, that's the first thing I think of. My <laughs> they have to go find yeah. like the one guy on Mars that that runs like the antique shop.
0: <laughs> oh, laser disc set is thirty five dollars. Buy it now on e- eBay. Oh okay. not okay. very
2: well busy. hold on to yeah. that for like another hundred years, and that shit will be worth some money. <laughs>
0: All right. oh, 90 dollars Oh, set. Thirty dollars for one of the movies. I
2: okay. was wrong. I'll well, hold on that shit for a hundred years, and that shit will be worth I don't know, like five hundred. <laughs> broken in 2077. Hey, I'm episode
0: gonna... one is sixty-five dollars on laserdisc. Never it's had Japan that one important.
3: on laserdisc. We had the VHS.
2: I was lucky enough to. Uh, my grandmother really liked Star Wars, and so she had all the the OG VHSs that I'm amazed that I never wore out because I just watched that shit like every day as a kid at her house. Yeah go to both my grandparents lived very near each other and so i would go to one grandparent's house after school and then at that house because this was back in like early 90s where a six-year-old could walk through a neighborhood (laughs) several streets (laughs) away and be fine so i would just walk from that house to the other house that was like half a mile away and i would watch star wars and i would walk back
1: that's pretty cool i think
2: we should i think we should mention the last level which is right
0: which ends up being a, a flying level. Which I actually really liked this last level. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I, I wasn't like expecting to. Yeah. Do well, you want to kind of talk about the premise of it, Peter?
3: Uh, well, it's two parts. The first one is you have to just show up, blow up a bunch of Tie Fighters and a bunch of Prince Shizors. Uh, well, first his, what do you call those? I forget the name of his his fleet of ships or whatever. Um, oh, Um. I believe I forget are call, but they all come at you, and so you have to blow up a bunch of his ships. Then a Star Destroyer comes
2: they're, and releases
3: uh, Tie Fighters.
2: They're not the AEG seventy seven. That's all I know about. So no, they're random <laughs> like Imperial um, ships. And then you have
3: to fight the Skyhook, which is yes. per- Shizor's giant space station, uh, Viper class Star Viper. That's what it is.
2: Yeah, I, I uh, actually I really liked his his. I like the
1: Skyhook. I think it looks yeah. really cool.
3: It does a really cool mm-hmm. design and. Yes. You gotta, you gotta you have to fly inside of it, and if you hit go too far, you're gonna crash and just be blow up. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, very like
1: it. star. It's Star Fox, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, yeah. I well, didn't know you could slow down. Right. It's, it's, it's
2: the uh, it's the Millennium Falcon <laughs> destroying That's right. the Star Destroyer.
0: Right. I I flew in there, bombed it, blew up using their light. Flew in there, bombed it, and then went, oh, you can slow down, huh? That makes yeah. a lot easier. Still blew up, but.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of complicated, um, and so you might have to do it a few times. But it is, it's cool, I think it's, Yeah, it's pretty fun. I,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I
3: enjoyed it, and I and I had
0: a, I was very happy when I beat this game.
2: It's a very and Star Wars ending, which right. is yeah. okay in a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And, and when and I and I, and I and I when I beat it, uh, Peter made a comment like, "Well, now you need to play it on medium." And I'm like, "How do you know I didn't play it on hard difficulty?"
3: He was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I played on easy.
3: <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. I'm like, I'm offended, sir. I'm. A, I <laughs> yeah, I know you too well, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Does, <laughs> so anybody, <laughs> does anybody want to explain the end scene of this game to? Because this game has like an end scene like epilogue that is just very strange.
0: Well, in mine, Dash died and they don't know what happened to him in my ending. The game ended. <laughs> well, do
2: so you, you don't I remember know. the scene after that? I turned off the game. You oh, the well, we have to explain to Mike. Like, well, Dad, I did did it you off. really turn off the game? Yeah, I beat it. I was done. <laughs> okay, well, now we have to explain to the audience and also to Mike what happens.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you serious?
4: Yeah, I'm not
0: kidding. Oh, I wow, turned it okay. off. I
2: thought it was over. Like I beat it. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> I wow, beat it, okay. Click. So, <laughs> so Next. Mike, what happens after you, you destroy this guy hook is... Uh, Yeah, it blows up and everyone gets away except for Dash, who was killed in the blast. It's kind of a sour ending of the game. Except if you didn't turn the game off immediately and you watch literally for like 30 seconds longer. (laughs) You see Luke and Leia on Tatooine and they're like talking about how much they miss Dash because he's the coolest guy ever.
0: Okay, I really didn't see this. 100% didn't see this. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought you were joking. I'm like, oh, you're not joking.
2: Well, actually, I don't know if you saw this on Easy. I think you had to play on medium yeah. or high. i think <laughs> either way
0: high. yeah the game so, got turned off
2: immediately so. <laughs> so the next scene immediately following this is dash and levo on their ship <laughs> and levo's like it's a good thing we managed to jump to hyperspace before the ship blew up <laughs> and dash is like yeah like we're the best we're the coolest and levo's like should we tell anybody that we're alive and he's like nah it's better to, it's better for people to think you're dead and have the honor than to just be alive <laughs> <laughs> that's how the game ends which which fits
0: dash i mean yeah. if it's you know if it's Han Solo which it is, kind of fits it is dash, except
2: he like presumably because they think he's dead he's not getting paid for that job so
3: huh. like,
2: you think you sure. want his money
3: <laughs> well <laughs> well yeah
2: <laughs> oh like uh, dash's whole character arc in this game is i want money pay me pay me pay me pay me i'm the coolest pay me And at the end, he's like, it's better to be like, it's better to be a martyr without actually being dead. Wouldn't you say?
1: No, your whole thing is money. All you want is money. (laughs) He's like Han Solo. What do you know? (laughs) It is Han. Yeah. I do. I do have a fact and a question. The fact is that actually, Shizor does survive the explosion on the Skyhook. And apparently there is a sequel. That's my question. Like, is he in anything else? Because I don't remember seeing him again. I don't... Did he
3: survive? How, where is that said that he survived?
1: Uh, I was watching a documentary about this game, and it it said that yeah. they that he survived. He does survive. Where, who are you watching this? Uh, on. Uh, YouTube. He,
3: was, he wasn't He was in anything else as far as I know. And this the sequel had nothing to do with him. It, it followed... The sequel followed his, like, robot... Guri, his, like, robot assistant. And Dash Runner shows up at the very end. And that's all it really... The tie in okay. to this one.
2: According so, to yeah. uh, Wikipedia, the very last line in Prince Zizor's, um biography section, <laughs> it, immediately following him being presumed killed on the Skyhook, is as of uh, 43.5 after the Battle of Yavin, there were still rumors among the Jedi that Zijor was somehow alive. However, they were quickly debunked. So he's <laughs> dead.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe it was a planned mm. sequel. Okay. Yeah.
2: Ooh, there's a section on romance. Yeah, sure.
1: Here. <laughs> um, sequels coming, I'm
2: sure. Oh, occasionally he slept uh, with Guru. Right. <laughs> oh, Okay, well, that's uh, that's
3: that the blonde <laughs> chick. Yeah, that's like his robot assistant.
2: Um, oh, like from the, the
3: from the novel
2: and the Yeah, she's comic, like I guess. she's like um like a Cylon.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically. Oh, okay. She's like uh, uh Lando's assistant on Cloud City. But, you know, hot, hot and blonde <laughs> instead of bald and old. Oh, Although yeah, Lando yeah. probably was sleeping with that guy, too. Based on, uh, based well, on about- Solo, where Lando is like, apparently, like, they made a whole deal about Lando being pansexual, but it turns out he was just attracted to robots. I guess is what pansexual means in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> we, we,
3: said, we said we at the beginning there won't be a lot of sex talk, <laughs> and it turns out there is
2: plenty of sex. Talk. I mean, when you talk about Lando now, you have to bring yes. up his weird robot obs- obsession.
3: You know, Billy Dee Williams says he's gender-fluid, so. (laughs)
2: Again, that doesn't mean attracted to robots. (laughs) It's true. Very specifically. It doesn't actually mean
0: it. Yeah. Hey, they're getting close to having robots like that, so. I feel like if you're... I'll watch a whole documentary about it.
2: If you're only attracted to robots, there's probably a specific term for that, like robosexual or something.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll start Googling it and see what we come up with.
2: It's weird that they were like, ah, like, yeah, he's attracted to everybody, but the only people you ever see him be attracted to are inanimate <laughs> robots. <laughs> or I guess animate robots. Oh, I have one sorry. more
3: thing to say about this game that I hadn't brought up. There was a there was a debug code for the N sixty four that was you could get you know the jetpack at any level, and you could get you know infinite weapons and ammo and stuff. The only thing was it was incredibly hard to pull off, and I remember my brother and I trying very hard because you had to you had to like press every key on the N64 controller and, like, use your nose to move the control, move, like, the, move, like, the joist, the control stick around. (laughs) That was, like, the only way to get the code to work, and it's just the hardest, (laughs) the hardest one I could ever remember
2: for any game, so. I I wish stuff like that would come back, like, weird, like, weird codes or... What game was it? Was it, um... Shit! It wasn't. uh It wasn't Night Zero Public. I don't think. Might have been. There was some game where you had to plug in a second Xbox controller, and if you hit the white or black buttons, it would change the pitch of everyone's. It was like a cheat code, quote unquote. If you press the black and white buttons, it would change the pitch of people's dialogue. Oh,
1: nice.
3: I yeah, just, those are always. I do not
1: re- ever heard of this. I don't think. I, th- I think I do remember that, Stu. Yeah. Was that for Night Zero Public? I think you might be right. It was. It was definitely a game on the original Xbox. Yeah. It was... It might. I, it was. It was either Night City Republic
2: or like Enter the Matrix. The two games I played the most back then. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, Enter the
2: Matrix was great. Just played it on the show at some point. <laughs> um, well, now we have the ability to. It wasn't Enter the Matrix because oh. Enter the Matrix codes was like you put you put the codes into the Matrix and it unlocks. Them. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I wish All like old cheat right. codes I, like that need to come back so badly. I agree. I I think we
0: should move on to questions
2: or comments okay <laughs> okay
0: okay uh, first actual question from sebastian games i don't know how to pronounce his name uh favorite star wars character we're gonna say from this that's in this game
1: oh
3: that's i'll go first easy oba fett
1: yep that's easy
3: <laughs> peter how about you uh i'm gonna say uh the the green imperial commando
0: okay yeah. <laughs> stu keep your question under keep your answer under 10 seconds
2: princess leia okay i'm impressed well, all right
0: badass. uh <laughs> hit your shoes off yeah this is like one comment from jordan or memory from jordan etherington i remember how insanely hard it was to enter the cheat code i don't remember that i didn't try it but
4: probably we talked mode. about it earlier okay. Yeah,
0: okay yeah that we had to play it with your nose or something i could he only hear bits and pieces of it
3: Yeah, you could only, you could, you had to press, like, a lot of um, buttons on the controller, and then you had to move the white control stick on the controller with your nose, and that was the only way you could, like, get it to work.
0: Okay. Oh, I also want to say that I actually got a lot of feedback about this game from the two different groups I posted. I'm not going to read everything, but I got some good stuff I do want to read. But this this thing cracked me up from Matt. Eisenhofer. He said, I remember one Hanukkah, I received a guide for Shadows of the Empire on the first night. I got so excited for the next seven nights, and the eighth night came and went, and I didn't get the game. To this <laughs> day, I still have the strategy guide for the game and has never owned have never owned
2: the game. Oh, <gasps> oh that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that. I that... Was rec- rectify that. I wonder how oh, well there's easy ways. I wonder how effectively I kind of want to test this now, like <laughs> For one episode, I want to try to buy a strategy guide for a game and not play the game at all and see how effectively I can talk about it or something. <laughs> see, but you should not have told us that until after you did it. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I wonder how, like, how much you could experience a game based on the strategy guide rather than the game itself.
0: A lot. This is a memory for me as a kid. Right, I used to. I was terrible at games. Still, then that didn't change. And I didn't have the ability to save states and stuff when I was a kid. And what I would do is I would read game magazines like Nintendo Power to have like maps. And I remember I would sit there and just study the map like Mega Man, things of that nature. And that would be how I experienced the game because there were no videos. I would just read. I would buy <laughs> player's guides for games. I would never play like Star 64. I owned the guide back when I was a kid when it came out. Didn't beat the game until this podcast. And I would sit there and just read the guide. I just, so yes, you can. It's not a very good idea, but you can.
2: I think I've talked about this before, but, uh, I have the the Elder Scrolls Oblivion strategy guide, and I played so much of it. I I have that game memorized to this day almost. I'd say pretty close to perfect. Um, It's just something that will never leave my head. But I used to read the strategy guide to the point that I can point out flaws in the strategy guide. Not like typos, like some flaws where quests could be completed, but the strategy guide said they couldn't, or like a character's name would be, it would be like the wrong character's name written down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a thing in the strategy know. guide where it lists um i think it's black rock caverns which is full of the black rock pirates and in the strategy guide it says it's filled with uh goblins and trolls and that's inaccurate
1: yeah i think prima was notorious for that and also i think we did mention too is probably because they got like earlier copies of the game
2: yeah, yeah. pretty much
1: yeah. i like i understand they were
2: to card, but yeah they pretty much just they were trying to crank it out too fast and so they just ended up sucking at strategy guides
0: all right another comment i, like, I want to Another one I want to read from Daniel Jones, who was on this podcast before. Uh, he said, I remember getting my N64 with this, with this game for Christmas. My older brothers and cousins were all excited to play. And we all had a blast seeing the snow speeder level. And as soon as DAS went inside the base, I just remember my cousins laughing because they thought it looked terrible. I yeah. think it looks good. But then again, I think mine was up, 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 up-res. From that point on, but I had already played through that level before they even came over, and I had loved it. So from that point on, I have accepted that most people don't like this game, but I don't care. I still think it's awesome. It is
4: awesome.
0: I I had no problem with this game. So okay, this is we didn't mention this. So this is a good way to bring this up. Uh, From Tim McCallum, did I remember discovering the invincibility item on top of a platform to easily defeat the ATST and Echo Base? We hadn't mentioned that. That's in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do a pretty good uh, job of stocking rooms full of ammo when you're about to fight a boss. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I did like that. I didn't use it. I would just save. I hoarded. All the
3: ammo in this game until the end because that's how I play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the, the right final levels you need it
2: more. Yeah, I'm sure Stafford and I both had like 88 missiles at the end. <laughs> Just... Oh yeah. Did,
3: did anybody? <laughs> well, when I was, I did not have none of those for a while, but I used to collect the challenge points, mm-hmm. um, which are those floating Rebel Alliance symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always, yeah, they're like the tokens. Or whatever. I was gonna make a joke. The Star Killer <laughs> symbol when he dies. Star Killer. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep, keep going yeah it was uh the rewards were never as good the rewards when you collect them all and beat and easy let's like you get like an x-ray scanner or something and then oh, you get stuff yeah if you collect them all like every oh. level i think medium you get medium you get to play as an x-wing or a tie fire in the last level and <laughs> then and hard you get to like all weapons, and then in Jedi and the final boss, you get invincibility from Wampas, and that's like the final code.
1: <laughs> I like how all these things are like gifts that you get. When in reality, it's like I really don't want to fight the last fight as a Tie Fighter or yeah. fucking anything. Actually.
3: <laughs> yeah, they were never as they're never as fun to pay off. It's
2: for awesome. All the- I'm trying to think of like the best game about that. I think it was Call of Duty Four, right? Where you get all the intel and you unlock all the Cool cheats that you can turn on the game like uh like a bad year when you kill enemies they explode into tires or like when you throw a grenade they blow up and it's a clusters out yeah and mm-hmm. it was just fun
0: oh yeah. and i have a question from jerry klein he said how would you rank the four star wars games released for the n64 in order worst to best Did anyone's even play all four other than later
1: what are they real quick
0: uh pod racer battle for naboo rogue leader and this a rogue squadron
1: I think I'd put Rogue Squadron at the top. Mhm. Um, I can't answer this question. I haven't played them all. I mean, Pod Racing actually was pretty fun. Yeah, um, that's
2: gonna be my number two. That was really good. I think I would. I don't. What was the other one? What was the third one?
0: Battle for Naboo, which is like Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron, but with Naboo. Yeah. And Episode One stuff.
2: Yeah, I think I would do Rogue Squadron, Battle, I Rogue Squadron, Pod Racer, Battle for Naboo, and then this. They're all pretty good, but. I think that's the order I would go with, personally. We'll go with that. I, I got enough that I haven't played. <laughs> I'm looking over <laughs> my uh, strategy guides, and I, I realize I have one for Knights of Old Republic 2 when we do that on the podcast. The Prima strategy guide I have for that, since that game wasn't finished ever, I don't know what version of that game that Prima got to do their strategy guide off of, but it is, like, 50% inaccurate.
0: Wow. Okay, it we definitely have to really bring that bad. up when we
2: do this. I'm, I'll have to crack it. Like after to crack it open for once in like 10 years but it is so wildly inaccurate to the point that like characters that don't exist in the game anymore are mentioned in the strategy guide and some ah! characters are just cut entirely some characters like never got made <laughs> that's that's a crime about that game
0: alright uh, I got another question I want to read this I don't agree with or not question but comment from Matthew Kraft. he said the train level sucks
2: you're wrong sir train I agree with sucks. you I agree with you <laughs> sir what? what? it was so boring it's just so boring
0: you gotta be on your toes I guess I
2: the can't whole time really judge though. your opinion <laughs> i mean gotta... it's like fine but after like after like the awesome hoth battle or just slows way the fuck down it's like all right we're gonna go from the like the high speed literally a ship called a speeder we're gonna go from a speeder to battling an atst on foot to
1: riding the train I, I
0: love well, like riding the train
1: well, I don't know what part that's the the score that they use in that level, the train level. I don't know what it's called, but that's got to be one of the best Star Wars songs ever. So I, I don't agree. know. If, and it had has played up. the whole time. I probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> but it, looped, it didn't loop. It played once and
2: then it ended. And that's a very long section to not have any music in. <laughs> yeah, and you, so you can't go
0: any faster. And there's just the train. Yeah, I, you
2: had I to
1: I you have, have had consulted. a glitch or something, <laughs> Stu. I, I think know. it was. I think like I, I I bet if I
2: reinstall a game and play it again, it'll be fixed. I bet it just like installed weird or something and a bunch of shit got messed up. It's
3: actually <laughs> it's called it's called hyperspace and it's from uh it's from Empire Strikes Back when they're trying to rescue Luke from Cloud City.
2: Yeah. That's all, right. I think all it the is... music in this was um uh Empire Strikes Back music for the most part.
3: There was some the last few levels were like original from the soundtrack. Like the she's Prejo's Palace and the sewer levels were all From the CD that was released around the time.
2: (laughs) It'd be great if they had, um, oh god, what's that? that, The Who? It's like the Mongolian rock band that has the song in Fallen Order. (laughs) It's like Mongolian throat singing slash death metal. It's a fucking fantastic (laughs) song. I don't love death metal, but I fucking love that song for some reason. (laughs) I <laughs> think great if like that was in the middle of the game for no reason. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, I have a couple more I want to read from the Laser Time group, which also won the one of the awesome groups that gives us a lot of our questions for this show and listens to us too. I hope well, you know some of you, some some of our listeners are from this group. Laser but Time, I, laser? do you want to, Laser Time? It's a, it's a podcast that I used to listen to, okay, and sure. then I joined the group. And now I promote this show. So. but it's <laughs> either here nor there. Uh, first comment from Nick Crowley said, "I never played the game, but loved the book. I really should have reread this book." I remember loving the book when Peter when Peter gave it to me. When I first when I first visited Milwaukee, like the first time in like ten years, I think it was. Yeah, sounds right.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: And then I have another comment from Chad Hembrook. said, I love the game and then read the book. Probably my favorite Star Wars story. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a it's a good story. The book is very good. The game it's a good game, but it doesn't really talk. The story is not is okay.
2: I apologize for shitting all over Dash Rendar, but uh, I stand by what I said. <laughs> you know, he's I didn't not really some of it, them. so no, he's not. Okay. The yeah. book
0: is more Luke and Leia and what they're doing, which isn't really in this game. Okay, I mean, yeah. this game kind of goes alongside. <laughs> like, and even the comic, the comic's not really about Dash Render that much.
1: Right, we should mention that every single one of these three things explores different parts of the story a little bit further than other parts. So, like, the comic book actually explores Boba Fett and IG-88 going at it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, they okay, fight. is not in this game at all.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No.
2: They talk about it, though. You hey, straight up kill IG 88. Like, what a fucking, what a uh, completely anticlimactic end to that character. <laughs> all <dead>. right.
4: <laughs> and I
0: have another question from, or not question, another memory from Jose de Gracia. So, this is the only game my stepdad played. He had just had so much fun jumping around the canyon with the jetpack and fighting Boba Fett. I tried getting him to all the other levels, but he was not interested and only played that one level. Good <laughs> level.
3: That's it's a good level. level. It's my favorite level.
2: What's the only and- part of this game that's like really not great is part three where it just slows down way too much and it's just like, eh, like they, I feel like they could have cut the part three out of this game almost entirely and just had it, like, uh, maybe the Suprosa stuff be part of part two or part four. Like, the whole yeah. spike to Obi-Wan's home, it's just like, eh.
1: It's, it's a good way of looking at it, yeah, they certainly could have. Yeah, but but based on what Peter said, I'm actually gonna ask this question, uh, what was everyone's favorite level? Well, Golf. Golf for, Spaceport for me. Golf Spaceport. Also,
2: as much as I love Org mantel as a planet, I'm going to have to go with uh, the first level where you're taking down ATATs. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a strong opening to this game. I played the opening of this game as a kid. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a tie two for two. Yeah,
4: All right,
0: I got three more <laughs> memories. I want to read quick because I want to start <laughs> wrapping this up. Uh, one from Adam Jones, Wampa Stampa, obviously the best cheat code ever, which I completely <laughs> forgot about till this podcast.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you from, the best punk band ever.
0: Yeah, Rhett Leach. The game was so disappointing. Morning. i so won n64 just for this game i played the demo hoth level endlessly on the pc when i did finally play the full game i was shocked that the only good even playable part was hawk <laughs> I, I disagree but i feel bad that you didn't enjoy this game because it's a
1: really good game really harsh so. criticism <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you know everyone's opinion
0: I mean, hey, some people think Star Wars Holiday Special was a movie you put on your shelf because it was good. But hey, I mean, you know, we all can have good opinions. <laughs> Nobody said it was uh. good, okay? We said it was We said really important. Kendall really likes that movie. Kendall really likes that, Kendall movie, okay? really like that movie, okay? He wasn't playing. I know he well, said no, no, he was sort of playing a character. That that he wasn't.
2: I know, but he's not here, so. Some of us said <laughs> that I, I put it on my shelf because I thought it was interesting as as a piece of media. I would never say that it's good.
0: <laughs> this is from ethan birch that i never played the game i did read the book one interested bit of information is that there's an action figure line for shadows of the empire yes which we talked about a lot earlier more than we should have and and chewbacca's costume is called the snoova disguise that i did not know and that's the whole reason i read this comic because i was you want looking look at the toy i didn't i didn't at least i maybe i wasn't paying enough attention but i really kind of want that toy now for some strange I reason it. i want that toy
2: i think you should go well, actually, and look it up Speaking of I did already.
0: Uh, but speaking of toys, <laughs> I posted a picture of a of a toy. I actually if I see this in a store at some point, like a comic store, I will buy it. I'm tempted to bid on it. It's a uh, two-pack with Boba Fett versus IG88 with a comic. And I really, yeah. really want to buy it right now. But yeah, I'm not
2: going. S- how do you spell But sweet, I'm really tempted.
0: Man. I just had it here. He he spelled it S N O O V A, just like it sounds. Maybe I said it wrong.
2: God damn it. If you look up any Chewbacca thing now, you can only see the fucking the Chewbacca lady with the mask on.
0: <laughs> All right. What is does she have I Wikipedia read? Wikipedia page? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then we're going to be done with, with this part. From Carrie Chandler, so this is one of my absolute favorite N64 games and one of the only two I owned for the first year or so the system was out. Star for content. I played through it over and over again. I think my favorite memory of the game was releasing the Wampas and <laughs> Echo Base and letting it Slaughter Snowtroopers for me. I didn't know you could do that. You could. And Star Wars is to this day my biggest fandom and being around 14 when the game came out i was deeply immersed in the extended universe at the time i read the book when it came out it was a really great story that went a good deal beyond what was in the game oh yeah it did from what i vaguely remember not i know but a lot happened in five years i didn't yeah lot, no. i got married in the last five years i you know what happened
2: well, look at you. Um, sorry, yeah. Congratulations, Mike. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'm no, looking at something
0: else. Uh-huh. You, you. Hey, <laughs> something I don't get to mention normally. I'm going to mention on this podcast right now. When we when we got married, when we walked out, like after your first pronounced bride and husband, whatever that bride, the husband and bride, and we walked off. We husband walked out wife. to the. <laughs> yeah, good point. Oh God, uh, we walked out to the throne room so- episode four and i didn't tell any of my groove men or anyone that it was going to be playing and peter just i remember looking at me as the, as the music starts playing he,
3: i was surprised
0: was or or when we all walked out Jurassic park you're like yes that's Jurassic Park, i'm like go 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 i'm like don't look at me
2: the um oh, the reason i yelled oh. i didn't get to tell that story before <laughs> this is actually really interesting i did not know this uh the, the actor who played luke skywalker in this is bob I also bergen played the joker he did not play the joker i know <laughs> but he, he's bob bergen and if you don't know who bob bergen is he played porky pig and uh. he also played luke skywalker in robot chicken which is probably why wow which is probably why i was thinking of robot chicken so much while looking at the cutscenes. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense yeah uh. yeah bob bergen okay. is a funny guy
0: last question i'm gonna read from nick turner for last comment i shouldn't even say question anymore if you don't know you can look up it will take you about an hour to kill the first ATSD in the hangar at the beginning of the game by just by shooting at his legs.
1: Not at the, not on the PC version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the version we played. All right, and
1: wow. I played just, Lebo played Yoda.
0: Oh, and one quick thing I do want to say before we go to show for Box, depending on timing, if you're listening to this, you're also going to hear our first audio message on this podcast from a, a future guest on the show recorded a, a voice, a voice recorded a. a, a a comment for this game, and it will be right here for you guys to
5: listen to. Hey, gang, it's a Cage of Crippler Cody LeBeau. Thank you for letting me record this for you guys. As many of you may know, uh, the N64 holds a very special place in my heart. It was the first console that I ever bought with my own money. I actually uh, mowed lawns for an entire summer, saved it up, bought it myself, and it meant that much more to me. Didn't have a lot of money left over, so I used to rent a game every single Friday night from Hastings. If you remember back when those were still a thing. And uh, one of my first games that I ever rented for the N64, probably all the way back in like 98 or 99, was Shadows of the Empire. Big Star Wars nerd, even before any of the prequels came out, right? I remember I was ruling it, right? Got all the way through the Battle of Hoth, got to destroy the Chicken Walker, rode that big, stupid, long train for way too long. IG-88, I... Uh, fought Boba Fett. That was exciting. And then I get to that goddamn swoop bike, right? I'm sure you guys um, might've had a similar issue that I had. My first thought is that I have this swoop bike. What I'm going to do is I am just going to gut it. Okay. I'm going to put the pedal to the metal and I'm going to run full speed into these shits, right? Turns out, no. Uh, When you do that, all it does is just make your bike explode. And you can't really turn very much, uh, especially on the N64 stick. That wasn't always the most responsive for that. So while you're doing that, if you run full speed, you'll just explode. So I'd saved up all these lives and I just blew all, you know through all of them and could not get the job done. Went all the way, got to that swoop bike section and just crashed over and over and over again, exploded. I got frustrated by the time Sunday came around, never wanted to look at it ever again. And that's the last time that I'd played it until up until recently. I saw you guys were doing this episode on Facebook, and it's been my uh, my life's goal to own every single N64 game ever made. It's not that hard, but with the caveat of I am trying to collect every single one from pawn shops and from flea markets. Not from any secondhand game sellers, not from the internet, just finding them organically out in the wild. And, and that's just been one of my pursuits. Like That is something that I am driven to go out and do. I, I, I'm not really sure why, but I I love the actual feel of finding that cart, bringing it back home to one of my refurbished N64s and trying it out. So it, it, it's like Kismet. I found this cart uh, at a flea market about two months ago. So I popped it back in, played it just very recently, got up to that goddamn swoop bite section and could not figure it out. So I went online, pulled up a a speed run uh, that was done on GDQ like a few years ago. Yeah, it turns out all you have to do is just ride up next to him and just veer to the left or the right and like knock him into a building or the Sarlacc pit. And uh, it's actually not that hard. Needless to say, I I was feeling pretty dumb. Yeah, I was feeling pretty dumb, 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 dumb. Dumb, dumb. yeah okay thanks guys uh we'll, we'll we'll see you next time all right and now that we're back <laughs> i think it's time for us to go to Shelfer box guys what do you
0: think
2: uh, sorry you i'm just looking shelf? up the voice actors for this game now <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that i didn't look this up beforehand because they're all like legitimate voice actors
0: all right i think uh stefan why don't you go first for Shelfer box
1: <laughs> all right well i think this game is pretty diverse um I enjoy that it has different levels in it, um, surprisingly. Even though um, some of them can be very frustrating, like the swoop bike race, which is god-fucking-awful.
2: Yes, it is.
1: And doesn't make any lick of sense whatsoever. Um, The rest of the game is kind of fun. It's just this weird little niche story that doesn't really matter anymore because the extended universe is gone. So you're just kind of playing this bottle of the past of like old Star Wars lore. But somehow I still enjoy like the way it moves. I love that you get a jetpack. I feel like any Star Wars game that gives me a jetpack, I'm instantly in. So I, I don't know. I had a good time playing it, and
2: I put it on my shelf. Okay. You know, uh, now that we can play PlayStation games, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter is out
1: there. Oh yeah.
3: PS2 games to specify.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. So, How much would be in the
1: future?
3: <laughs> well, I bet you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say put it on your shelf because. I have very fond memories of this game. Uh, if I remember, it was the first N sixty four game that I ever owned. I believe I got it Christmas ninety six, um, and I have played this played it endlessly then. And I will definitely keep revisiting it every few years uh, because I just thought it, think it's a great Star Wars. Like like uh, like it was said earlier, it's a great piece of Star Wars lore, and it's a great just a fun time.
0: So. You're the main reason this game ended up on the podcast because I just wanted—I knew since it was such a big
3: part of our childhood, yeah. I'm like, we need to talk about it again, and I really yeah. wanted to play it. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you, thank you for doing that because it brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to go next since we're going to save the best for last with Stu, since
0: that <laughs> would be ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be that and- long this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this game on the shelf. I really really liked this game when i when i first picked it for the show i didn't know if i was really going to enjoy it because i remember having issue with it i remember struggling with it and i had a blast I, I had more fun than i expected to have. i highly recommend get the chance play the steam version from the sound of it because it's more fluid and has um quality of life enhancements so definitely play it i loved it will i play it again i don't think so just because i have no time but I I beat this game in almost a day. I would have beat if I I, I would have beat this game in a day on Thanksgiving if I would have just sat down and played it instead of doing sitting there watching Star Wars movies like Attack of the Clones. <laughs> but what sorry, I think I did watch that Thanksgiving. Tiff was at work. I was just watching Star Wars movies. I think it was Attack of the Clones. I was on that day. I can't remember. But this game is really good. Putting on the shelf. How about you, stu? I'm
2: gonna box this game. Actually, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> despite it being Star Wars, despite. The main character being played by uh, John Sagan, who I fucking love, by the way. He plays Solid Snake and Candor Sordo and Mandalore in the Kodor games. Um, <laughs> it's just I don't I <laughs> I enjoyed this game, but not nearly to the level of wanting to put it on my shelf. Um, as much as I love Star Wars, and I fucking I love Star know. Wars, I know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in my box. I just going back to it. I didn't have the same amount of fun playing it now as I did as a kid. And I'm going to I'm going to put the stipulation in here that had I played a version of this game that works completely (laughs) properly, had like the music worked, had the lines not been cut out. It's like it's one of those things where it was either if it was a little better or a little worse, it would go on my shelf. If it was completely broken and a mess and almost like hysterically broken, I would put it on my shelf just because I think that'd be funny. You're a but strange, man. It like it only worked, it worked well enough for me to not really enjoy it. Had it worked better and I heard all the music, I would have loved all the music and everything. Like the like I said, a lot of the lines, like the voice lines were just cut out for some reason. And that was just <laughs> annoying. So sadly I think this is going to my box. Um I might play it again in the future and change that. Hopefully I'll play a better version. But yeah, I just I didn't <laughs> have as much fun as when I played as a kid. I loved that first level. I loved that first level so much. The rest of the game I was else? just like Eh, it's
1: okay yeah i'll add to that if if i had not played the pc version where i could just kill every boss in like two seconds i probably would be putting this in the box <laughs> yeah i remember not having any fun with that at all yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so maybe that's good
2: staffer and i will put the nintendo 64 version on the shelf and we'll yeah the pc version in the box
1: yeah it's all it's all mixed the opposite
0: you said it wrong
1: oh well we'll be opposite of that
3: <laughs> who's really listening anyway
1: yeah
3: i I'm was
2: listening. i was googling I john now. seigen just to see how much i love him uh, john seigen apparently just died two years ago i didn't know that
0: uh, stefan do you want to introduce what wonderful game we're going to be talking about next week
1: uh oh yeah <laughs>
0: oh you did forget
1: <laughs> um we are playing he was swore by the news <laughs> that john Sigen died yeah, we are playing the John Slagin Returns now. Um, oh my God, don't! He's, a, he's I wish. the best taster um, that ever. <laughs> we are playing a PS1 game called Fear Effect, which I think it's four discs, and I'm pretty sure we're all gonna have a lot to say about it.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I need to, I really need to play it, but I keep playing Links of the Past, even though Links of the Past is the following week, and I just yeah yeah, <laughs> so I, keep, I really get on I keep
2: forgetting what fucking game like this. These last three weeks, I've been so busy outside of this. I keep forgetting what games we're playing. So like on, I would say every other day, I have to check our fucking messenger and our schedule to see what I'm supposed to be playing. <laughs> yep, same here. So I forget immediately. <laughs> so I had to play Post this game all like place. yesterday in the morning. <laughs> and then we're like, we had to change some games around so it was like even more confusing for me.
0: Yeah, because this was supposed to be last week and Abe's obviously was supposed to be this week. Mm. Next week was supposed to be intelligent key, but we realized we can't play that and talk about that. So then we changed it to fear effect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and thank God I played that early to figure that out because that yeah, game seriously. was not a game at all. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been us just ranting. Uh, other... It might as well have still been like uh, a bonus episode where we were just like talking about other shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: It's what happens when we bring Star Wars into the mix? I'm noticing. <laughs> Well, there's
2: a lot to talk about with star wars yeah there was mm-hmm.
0: all right and i also want to say peter do you want to plug your you want to plug where people can find your book
3: uh you can find it on amazon at the fifth civilization or go to peterbp.com or on twitter at peter bp and there will be a link in the show notes for his
0: book usually yeah, i think the amazon link would he always sends to me so that will be in the show notes good <laughs> also want to give another quick shout out to that podcast that we had mentioned earlier xmex so if you're looking for another podcast to add to your rotation definitely give them a listen i think they're a newer one that just started out not too long ago but you know hey they need some support because we all all this indie podcast need some help like like us we need you to spread us like we're i would not be a good comparison you know, the
2: empire crumbled after a couple of years so you know. spread us like the rebellion because um, you can't kill the rebellion uh-huh. Uh, they do a pretty good job at some of those things. Yeah, but they always so. come back. Rebellions are built on hope, Mike. <laughs> be the fire that lights the spark or whatever that fucking line is. From that movie. I know what you're talking about. I don't. I can't remember the line. It's, I probably I, should. It's close to it. We'll be the Rebellions spark that lights the hope. fire that burns the empire down or something if that burns down the First I Order. Mean,
0: she is the reason which added later on. She's the I mean because I didn't realize the, the the until Rogue One that event happening is when the rebellion really becomes a rebellion.
2: Believe so, well, in the audience that believes in us. How about that? That's a good quote. Just forget Star Wars we'll do uh girl
0: And our awesome intro came courtesy of Bulby aka Mike Stoney from MZP Bite the Book Bul- I, right. <laughs> I said it right. And <laughs> it'll <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: be a link you know in the show no,
0: so please uh, it should be fine. And please give him a follow on YouTube. He needs more subscribers. Everyone needs more subscribers.
2: I didn't know what else to say. All right. I think it's time up. to
0: wrap up this podcast.
2: I was the only... I made tea for this podcast episode. Apparently, I wasn't the only one that was just, like, completely tired and, like, getting sick this week. So apologies for me in particular. But I'm tired, yeah. too. Yeah, I right.
0: gotta get up and... I'm pull, Like, normally tomorrow's my day off and I edit and I have to work tomorrow. So I'm kind of just like... This is gonna be a shorter episode. I'm looking at the at the at the clicker. We're almost at two hours. I'm like, oh, that didn't happen. That's okay.
2: <laughs> I just got off like an eighty-hour week, and I'm feeling tired and sick. So I've got my tea, and I was like <laughs> the entire episode. I kept having to to mute my mic because I kept sneezing and coughing. <laughs> yeah, did a very good job. See what we
0: do for see what we do for our audience guys out there? So you <laughs> need to spread us like the plague. Yeah. Okay, I want to thank everyone for listening. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you again for joining us. P- a normal episode this week, not what it was. Like, holiday special. Which You're is welcome. Complete utter chaos. All right, and everyone, keep on listening to us. We will be back to you next week with Fear Effect. Everyone, have a great night,
2: everybody. Uh,
1: Bye. May the force be with you. Bye.